You must learn the ways of the force. If you're to come with me to... My name is Gunnery Sergeant Highway, and I've drunk more beer and pissed more blood, banged more quiff, busted more... ...for all you numbnuts put together. Now, Major Powers has put me in charge of this recon platoon. We take care of ourselves. You couldn't take care of a wet dream. With time, your nails will become hard, your fingers strong, they will be able to do more than just carry food to your face. They will become a trained weapon. Brain to kill. Not kill. A truck, kill. Meat of cow, kill. American assassins, kill. You just learned a single trick, Scout. You get along a lot better with all kinds of folks. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. Till you climb inside of his skin, walk around in it. Boy has no patience. Wax on, wax off. Breathe in, breathe out. Wax on, wax off. As you ladies think you can slip and slide. Just because your last sergeant was a pussy. A short timer was just marking the days of a queer pig. Start acting like Marines right now. I'm not doing this because I want to take long showers with you assholes. And I don't want to get my head shot off in some faraway land because you don't habla, comprende? Uh, where's my fucking script? There it is. Although I only have one line to say. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm... Oh, shit. Who am I? Oh, yeah. Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, what are we fighting about tonight? Well, we have, uh, we've talked about heroes in the past. We've talked about their nemesis in villains and their uh, assistance in uh, sidekicks. But now we're talking about those that inspire them with best mentor. So who's joining us tonight? Well, before I get into who's joining us, yes, I know it's supposed to be best Star Trek. Uh, well, best Star Trek character with uh, 10 appearances or less, which we're now going to call best strength Star Trek character. Uh, that's going to be next week. Scheduling conflict, it is happening. But joining us this time around, we've got Maria Cuba. Hola. Jill Value. Hello. And Ben McCulloch. How's it going? Uh, so how do the fights work, Mike? Well, uh, each of our panelists has chosen six of their favorite mentors, teachers, and guides. We throw in two more chosen by Geek Fight staff to bring it up to 32. We randomly match them up and drop them into tournament-style brackets, which you can download from our website at geekfights.net. We each cast our vote and give our reasons. The winner moves on to the next round. Uh, This continues until someone is crowned the best mentor. Uh, There are no wrong answers on Geek Fights, only wrong people. So you can use any rationale you want, be it clever and well thought out or crazy and personal and everything in between. That's what we like to call geek logic and good, good geek logic has been known to sway votes. So choose your argument wisely. All right. Well, let's uh, get into fighting. Uh, Maria, you're going to lead off. This fight is yours. It is Morpheus from the Matrix versus Ben Parker, also known as Uncle Ben Parker. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, wow. I, of course, I'm a fan of The Matrix, and uh, so I'm tempted to just go ahead and set Morpheus because I really think that without Morpheus, um, Neo wouldn't have believed in himself, and, uh, and at the end, you know, he wouldn't have accomplished what he did. But I think that Ben Parker is 
it's more of a of a mentor um and it's more influential in in the kind of person that um you know spider-man is so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with ben parker uh vote for ben parker um had we done this episode in june it have been morpheus all day long uh, Morpheus does a very, very, very good job of getting Neo to where he needs to be. And that's that's really the job of the mentors. Uh, and Ben Parker, before that, was the guy that died. And, and that was all he was to me. He was the guy that died. I know people like to boost him up a little bit more, but in the newest movie, Amazing Spider-Man, they turned him into a mentor. I mean, he 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 was mad at Pete, Peter because he broke a promise. Like, you promised to pick up your aunt. That shit was important. Like, it was the small things that are important. He's like, yeah, if you don't respect the small things, you don't respect anything. And he was very upset by that. Uh, I've got to go with Ben Parker as well. Uh, Jill? Um, unfortunately, I'm not a, the Spider-Man fan that you guys are. The only Ben Parker I know is the guy that died. Um, so I, my vote is for Morpheus because without Morpheus, we wouldn't have Neo. We wouldn't have the movie. If I mean, Morpheus is really the driving force that keeps everybody going. So without him... You know, you got nothing. So I'm, I'm going to go for Morpheus. Uh, vote for Morpheus. Mike? Uh, I am also going to vote for Morpheus. Uh, he feels the mentor role in, in the classical sense uh, much, uh, much closer. Um, ben Parker is, is definitely a father figure. Um, and, you know, I've said this before. If, if Ben Parker had actually done a good job of teaching and guiding uh, Peter uh, the way that a mentor would... Uh, then he wouldn't have died. Uh, the only reason that Peter learned his lesson is because Ben died because Ben failed to teach him anything uh, in the proper way. So because Ben Parker really didn't do a particularly good job and he's more fatherly, he was on our best father uh, episode and uh, Morpheus much more fits kind of the classic mentor role, at least in the, the Joseph Campbell heroic myth, blah, blah, blah sense. Uh, I am going to vote for Morpheus. Uh, vote for Morpheus. It's all tied up. Your first episode ever. It's all yours, Ben. Which one takes the win? Well, that's, that's a lot of pressure, but it's actually pretty easy for me because I don't like Spider-Man in any way, shape, or form. And I love The Matrix. All three of them. I like them all. I get the message. I get the point. And uh, I agree, Morpheus is what uh, made Neo who he is. So my vote is for Morpheus. A uh, vote for Morpheus, and Morpheus moves on, and Mike has a new friend. We're all not just Mike. I think this is the first time we've had a, a majority here that actually likes Matrix. It's creepy, right? It's about time. <laughs> I like the Matrix too. I just like Spider Man more. Uh, on to our next fight, Damon. That's me. This one is yours. It is Professor X versus V. From V for Vendetta. Um, Professor X. Sorry. It's Professor X. His, his vision of the future is, is a great one, and he tries and he does instill it in his students. Uh, Scott Summers being one of those, although if you're reading current comics, he's kind of strayed from the vision, but uh, Professor X all the way for me. Jill? I second that. I mean, a classic definition of mentor is someone who imparts wisdom and wisdom to others and shares knowledge with their less experienced colleagues. And that defines professor X. So I, I vote with you right there, Damon. Another vote for the professor, Mike. Uh, I'm going to vote for V I've been going back and forth 
on this all day. So it, it is possible I could be swayed. Um, and I, I think I talked myself into V for one uh, main reason. They both do fit the mentor role. Uh, although V, it is a little bit more in, in I think, kind of the, the classical sense. Um, because for me, Professor X has, has bounced around a lot in his role. Um, you know, very early on, he's, he's less a mentor and really just kind of the leader of the team. He doesn't go on the missions, but he's, he's really, it's his team. He's not just guiding them. He's calling all of the shots. They were originally students. Uh, he, he has been the, the lead character. He has been the mentor. He has been the villain, uh, because of, of the, length of time in mean, 50 years that he's uh, he's been around he's played a variety of roles and even though mentor has been one of them uh because he has been so much more in many ways uh i think v actually still comes a little bit closer to that uh, archetypal mentor um so you know up against other people professor x may uh, may actually be uh, be the better. In this case, I think I'm going to go for V because just in a kind of purest sense, uh, he is pretty much just the the mentor of uh, of Evie in in this particular story. But like I said, if you've got if you've got a good argument, I could be swayed. Uh, vote for V from V for Vagina. Ben. Uh. I don't really read comic books outside of the Archie and Jughead comic books you get in the grocery store. So my knowledge of comic books comes from the movies. And Professor X is Patrick Stewart, also known as John Picard. And he was my mentor, so Professor X. Uh, vote for the prof, old Chucky. And uh, Maria? Um, actually, I was the one who nominated B. Um, and I was a little bit sad to see it against Professor X because it's a really hard decision for me. Um, I think that Mike really said it well when he said that Professor X had has many different roles and, uh, and not necessarily, you know, just, he's not just necessarily just a mentor. He's more than that to the team. He's, you know, the leader, the essential part. Um, where Arias V really fulfills that role very well. And, uh, not only in, you know, both in, in, in comics and just in the movie itself, it's, it really, his mentor almost extends to, to us, you know, the readers, the viewers, where we kind of learn from him as well and, and kind of, um, in a way, we, we explore, you know, what he wants to say and, and where he wants to guide us. So um, even though I think that Professor X is awesome and I can definitely see him as a mentor, I think that V fits the bill better. So, V. Uh, vote for V for Vagina, but Professor X is moving on, and I no longer get to say V for Vagina. I, should, I would almost change my vote for that, but I'm not going to. We're on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Henry Spencer from Psych. It's no question. It's Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, if you, if you just go by the original three trilogy, Obi-Wan Kenobi is your classic Joseph Campbell archetype of a mentor. You throw the other three movies in there, that gets a little blurred, but I'm going to just stick to the originals, and you don't get much more mentorish than that. A vote for Obi-Wan. Mike? Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree. Uh, I, I love Psych, and, uh, and Henry Spencer is a, is a great character on the show, but he certainly doesn't he doesn't have the, the, the gravitas that, that Obi-Wan does. I mean, Obi, Obi-Wan is one of the big guns. 
Uh, some people may hold the original trilogy against him. Uh, I don't. I think he was a good mentor there as well. Uh, I, I think even originally it was his failing as a mentor that supposedly led to Darth Vader. But I think when you, uh, when you look at the way that the story is told in the prequels, uh, it's much less that uh, than it is just, you know, in many ways, maybe Palpatine should have been on here because he was just a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's, uh, it's definitely Obi-Wan Kenobi. Another vote for Obi-Wan. Ben? Um, I'm pretty sure Obi-Wan's going to win, but I asked, I never seen Psych, but I asked my sister who loves it, and she said that I'd be crazy if I didn't vote for Henry Spencer. So I'm going to give a early pity vote to Henry Spencer. It may not be so early, and it may be not be pity. A vote for Henry Spencer. Maria? Um, I love Psych. It's, I've seen every episode. I just adored the show. And Henry is by far one of my favorite characters. I was the one who nominated him. And although I agree that Obi-Wan Kenobi is probably like what you think of a mentor. I mean, if you think of a mentor in movies, if you think of a mentor in sci-fi world, you would think of Obi-Wan Kenobi. If you do a search online, he comes up every single time as the number one. But um, I love Henry Spencer and uh, I love Psych. And I think that there is no... Uh, you know, there is no psych without him. He basically created, you know, well, he literally created Sean and he just created this whole persona by testing him and trying him and, and educating him and guiding him since he was a little boy into the person that he is. It's, it's such a clear definition of a mentor. And I would, I would just be too sad not to vote for him. So I vote for Henry Spencer. A vote for Henry Spencer. It is all tied up and it comes down to me. You guys kind of suck because um, I, 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 Obi-Wan, I, I, I kind of judge mentors by their prodigy, uh, by their, 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 their mentee. And, uh, you know, if you go by Luke Skywalker with Obi-Wan Kenobi, okay, he's, he's a half-assed mentor. He doesn't really, he teaches them that the force exists. And that's about it. And he tells Luke to use the Force. Now, if you go with Anakin Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker becomes an evil lord of the Sith that kills hundreds of Jedi, uh, slaughters his wife, and does all kinds of other things. So I don't see him as the gravitas guy that you guys are. But Henry Spencer, he's got a, a kid. He knows he has special abilities. He helps train and hone those special abilities. And now this kid is running around doing really awesome things with his special abilities. Yes, I know it's a silly show, but I think Henry Spencer fits the mold of what uh, uh, what a uh, what a mentor is supposed to be a little bit more. So I, I'm, I too will be voting for Henry Spencer. Is anybody going to change their vote? That was T U Ben. <laughs> I can't change my vote because this is the Ponzi scheme podcast. And if you want my sister to listen, I, I have to keep Henry Spencer on and go and, and put him forward. Well, we're losing fifty listeners to gain one. Henry Spencer is moving on. <laughs> and we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Batman versus Merlin. Uh I'm gonna vote for Merlin. Um, you know, once again I think he fits the role of of mentor better than Batman. Batman to me is the hero. Uh, while he is a, a mentor to uh, the Robins, I guess, and to Batgirl, uh, he is still the main character. He is still the, the lead there. There's a Nightwing book 
there isn't even a Robin book anymore. Um, at, at most there was one, uh, but there are four Batman books, five Batman books. Um, he is a lead character. Um, and as far, as far as him being a mentor, uh, you know, we had, uh, way back on, uh, best of Batman, you know, Robin was, uh, was, you know, the best of Batman. Uh, but if you think about it with Tim Drake, Tim had kind of a normal life and, and Bruce's mentoring basically just cost him his parents and a normal life. Uh, Jason Todd, well, he would have been a, a street thug. He might've wound up in jail. Um, but because of Batman's mentoring, he wound up beaten to death by the, at the hands of a maniac and then eventually resurrected as a psychopath. Uh, now Dick Grayson, Dick did turn out okay. Um, but you know, the, the, the idea that Bruce takes these damaged children under his wing, uh, you know, Dick probably would have gotten over the death of his parents. He probably would have gone on to continue his life in the circus, a life that, that he knew and that he, he loved and, and was really a part of a, of a strong society. So all Bruce really did was kind of take away a chance to, to live his parents' legacy. And instead he just put him in a rather gay looking outfit, uh, and, uh, put him in mortal danger over and over and over again. So I don't think that's good mentoring. I think that's basically just a psychopath who hates children. So, uh, I'm voting Merlin. A vote for Merlin. Ben. I, I really like Merlin. The Sword in the Stone was one of my favorite movies as a kid, and he really does mentor Arthur to do what he does and become who he is. Um, but Batman, I think, is a mentor. Not, I mean, you might think to Robin, but he, I think he's a mentor to you know a lot of kids. You know, he has no superpowers. He's nothing special about him outside of you know what he makes for himself. And I think you know through his actions. He, you know, mentors more than just the universe he's in. He also mentors our universe as well. So I'm going to have to go with Batman. Uh, vote for he, Batman. He's done a wonderful job mentoring the billionaires of the world to help the needy. <laughs> Maria? Actually, any doubt that I had, Mike really kind of erased it. I mean, great explanation there. I think that maybe... Batman is a little bit more of a role model, maybe, but not so much a mentor. Um, and and now that I see it through Mike's eyes, it's it's I'm more convinced. Plus, Merlin, it's it's just for me. It fits the definition of a mentor better. Um, and and I I've always seen him that way. There's no doubt in my mind when I think of Merlin, I, I automatically go to that mentor world. So um, Merlin, a vote for Merlin. Mike, that was the most eloquent eloquent way of saying I hate Batman that you've ever done on this show. Like, please don't let Batman out of the first round because he, Bat logic is crazy. Uh, and I will not let Batman out of the first round. Uh, you, you also sharked me and convinced me with that. Well, you know, those people probably would have had slightly better lives without him. Uh, and Mer- Merlin and Arthur, that, that's one of those classic stories of mentor and student, mentee teacher student whatever merlin jill i will save my argument for the next round and just say merlin and merlin is moving on we're on to our next fight ben this one is yours it is giles from buffy versus don diego de la vega the mask of zorro that's uh the anthony hopkins character from the mask of zorro 
Uh, that's a tough one. Not because I <clears throat> like either one of them more than the other, but because I never watched Buffy, and I never really liked Zorro outside of the black and white. But, you know, I'm going to have to say, out of an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I'm not say, and I like saying the name so much, but I'm going to say Don Diego de la Vega. Uh, vote for the one that I'm going to have a hard time saying. Maria. Um, I'm just not much of a Buffy fan. I mean, I, I, I've seen it. I used to watch the show um, regularly, but it's, it's not something I'm passionate about. Uh, El Zorro, it's not necessarily one of my favorite superheroes, but he is Hispanic. And uh, growing up, I was happy to see that there was a Hispanic superhero. Um, so in a way he's kind of, uh, you know, something that I gravitated, gravitated to, um, Don Diego de la Vega, I think teaches a Zorro a lot and, uh, in, in more ways than one. I mean, he really is kind of almost a father figure as well, like late in his life and teaches him how to become a gentleman and, you know, a lot of the things, away and other than just you know the skills with the sword and all that so um because he is i kind of grew up with it and i i you know it represents a little bit more i'm gonna go with don diego de la vega yeah I'll vote for that one uh <laughs> <laughs> don't worry joe uh i am not going to have the wrath of jill on me giles, <laughs> i'm voting for giles right now <laughs> I don't work with you. I don't see you, but once every four or five months, but I'm voting for Giles. Mike, uh, what is your vote? You have to work with her on a daily basis. You're skipping over me? You assume when my vote is? Oh, oh, wait. You're going to vote for the Zorro character over Giles? (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) Okay, then. Go ahead, Jill. Oh, you don't need my argument. I'll save it for later rounds. You know I'm voting for Giles. I know you're voting for Giles. It is all (laughs) tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which one takes the win? I will also vote for Giles. Um, while I like Zorro a lot, I, I do not like that particular movie, that version of the Zorro story. Uh, I thought Anthony Hopkins was terrible. Um, I, I just really, that, that's, that, that movie kind of turned me off of Zorro and, and the, the way that they had a structure that he was like the, the old Zorro teaching the new Zorro. I just thought that was completely unnecessary to tell a modern Zorro story. And, uh, you know, Giles has gotten a lot of, of love on this show, uh, deservedly. Uh, Anthony uh, Head is, is a great actor, great singer, and, and he was a great, uh, great mentor, very much in the classical sense. Uh, you know, he's someone who comes into the hero's life, uh, points the hero towards their destiny, and then gets out of the way and lets them find it. So uh, in, in very, very deliberate and conscious ways, he is the classic mentor uh, archetype. Uh, without being a, a British man doing a bad uh, Mexican ac- accent in really terrible makeup. Uh, vote for Giles, and Giles is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Maria, this one is yours. I don't know why he keeps putting himself on the list, but he does. Uh, it is Mike Ortiz versus Sergeant Elias from uh, Platoon. Whoa. Um I mean, loves Platoon, and he will kill me if I don't vote for Sergeant Elias. Actually, I haven't seen the movie until recently. I'm <laughs> sorry to confess. And uh, he, you know, he's been pastoring me for years. Oh, you have to watch this movie. You're going to love it. And uh, so 
you know, and Mike, you're great. I actually have learned a lot from you. So, but I have to go with um, Sergeant Elias from Platoon. I'll vote for Sergeant Elias. Um, Mike, who's the uh, mentee, the student for you? Uh, well, actually, there there have have been several. Um, you know, in in my uh, my day job, um, I have have taught and trained uh, many graphic designers, uh, both in, in the artistic sense uh, and uh, in the business sense of of design, um, including me. Uh, yes, Jill. Uh, less so with Jill, but certainly some of the interns that we've seen and given full time uh, work to, and, and and really taught them. Uh, a lot, and, and then they would go on to other things. Uh, somebody once called me the Yoda of weed, but I really have no idea why. Uh, but I've also mentored a, a number of, of geeks over the years, um, not the least of which was some years ago, uh, a strapping young lad came walking into the comics cafe wearing a straw cowboy hat. And I saw him, and even though at that time he was Certainly, he was in a comic book store, so there's some geeky potential there, but he certainly wasn't a, a full-on geek. But I saw the potential. Uh, I offered him a job. Um, I taught him the ways of the geek. I introduced him to Deep Space Nine. I took him to his very first real comic book convention. Um, and and like a good mentor, I saw that he would one day surpass me. And uh, I got out of the way and let him go on to uh, find his true destiny. Uh, unfortunately, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, that destiny was evil, um, and he turned out to, uh, to destroy everything that we both loved and knew dear. Uh, and that, that young geek was Damon Shaw. So, so I'm voting for me. Well, I, I know you, you were voting for you. It wasn't your turn. It was my turn. Um, I'm definitely not voting for you for how I turned out. I, will be, I, I, I don't remember Platoon at all. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting down the Mike Ortiz vote. I'm voting for Sergeant Elias. Jill? Well, I am voting for Mike Ortiz for all the reasons that Mike just said, because he just defined himself as the classic mentor. You know, if, if us heroes succeed, then so does our mentor. And I think he deserves that praise. A vote for Mike Ortiz. And you already said your piece, Mike. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Ben. And <laughs> go right ahead. This is so easy. It's, uh, you know, I like Mike, you know, listening to uh, Geek Fights has been an enjoyment on a weekly basis. And he says a lot of interesting things and makes a lot of good points. But Sergeant Elias, you know, took a young guy and didn't know, did the, didn't know where he was going, didn't know what he was, his purpose was. And he was entrenched in this warfare that, uh, you know, he was consumed by the hate and misery of it all. And Elias showed him what his purpose could be in this terrible thing. And I think that that's the, th that's the real role of a mentor is to take a terrible situation. Somebody is in and guide them to the right path. And so I'm going to vote for Sergeant Elias. A vote for Sergeant Elias. And sorry, Mike Ortiz goes down in flames and well, not really in flames. It came down to a tie vote and I being evil voted against you. Uh, on to our next fight. It you know, is when I left you, you were but the learner. Now you are the master, but only uh, well, a master of evil. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, <laughs> we're on to our next fight. It's John Hergerty versus... How do you say his name? Hegarty. Hegarty versus Aristotle. Uh, it's fucking Aristotle. I don't really need to say more than that. Um, Jill. Uh, I agree. I don't know who John Hegarty is, so 
I vote for Aristotle as well. Mike? Uh, I put John Haggerty on this list because I figured if I'm going to put myself on the list, I should put my mentor on the list. Uh, John Haggerty is an art teacher at Wayne State University. Um, and uh, to tell you a little story about John, back when I first started at Wayne State many years ago uh, in the art department, this was a time when you could not cop to being into comic books. This was uh, this was when certainly comic books were not taken seriously uh, much at all, but uh, in an art class, even less so. Um, this was something that you you hid if you said you were you know, wanted to, to draw comic books. Um, you you were not just you know, laughed at by the other serious art students, but uh, you, you, it was actually held against you by a lot of the teachers for, for not taking it seriously. So uh, in my, my very first critique in the class, we had to do a still life. This was a beginning drawing class. And uh, I put in my still life a sculpture, a bust that I had of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, one, because I had trouble not letting my geek flag uh, fly, and because... I don't like doing still life, so I actually like drawing people, and this was a way of drawing people. And in that first critique, uh, John looked at it and said, that's the Incredible Hulk. Uh, you like comic books? And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, great, here I, here I go. I just basically ruined my, my spot in this class for the rest of the semester. Uh, and, John, and I said, uh, yeah, I do. And John said, have you ever heard of a guy named Terry Austin? And, of course, I had Terry Austin for the comic book fans uh, was was one of the great inkers. He inked John Byrne on uh, the classic X-Men run. And uh, John said that Terry had been a student of his in that school um, and that many comic book artists uh, were students of his. That uh, when the con- he, John himself actually was a fan of guys like Frank Frazetta and Al Williamson and, and became an artist because of uh, pulp magazine drawings. And he was the only instructor there that would let the comic book artists kind of get away with being comic book artists. So they all kind of flocked to him. He was sort of an oasis for all of these people. And he taught figure drawing, which was something that every comic book artist really needed to know. So that's reason number one. And reason number two that I I picked him as, as best mentor is back very early on in the class, someone asked him why he was teaching instead of actually, uh, being a professional artist, which he really could have. He's, he's really a, one of the best figure artists in the country. And he said there's two reasons why he teaches. One, because every semester, no matter what, he learns something from a student, even if it's the student has a question that he doesn't have the answer to and he has to find it himself, or he sees a student come up with a solution to a problem that he had never thought. And secondly, because he said he loved art. And he figured if you love something, you have an obligation to give back to it, especially to give back to future generations, because that's the only way to keep something that you love alive. And that really meant a lot to me. And that's really kind of guided me in many things, including this show. I mean, that's what this is. This is Damon and I kind of giving back and and expressing our love and trying to expose people who may not be aware of the things we love to new things. Uh, All of that comes from the lessons that I learned from John Haggerty, who was my mentor. So I'm voting for John Haggerty. I changed my vote. I'm almost crying. I changed my vote. I'm totally voting for him. Uh, John Haggerty is the vote. Ben. I can't. Aristotle mentored uh, who conquered the entire known world and was the first to do it. He taught him the rule of law. He taught him philosophy. 
he basically taught him everything he needed to know to do those things and to be recorded in history for all of eternity. And if we're judging the mentor's ability and the quality of the mentor based on who he mentored, as you said, Damon, then we have to judge Aristotle based on what his progeny accomplished. So I have to vote Aristotle. A vote for Aristotle. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Maria. Which one takes the win? Oh, no. Um, you know, it was a very, very moving story that, you know, what Mike said about John, and I can see, you know, the influence. And in a way, maybe we wouldn't be here because that influence that he had and Mike was, you know, um, essential to the person that Mike is today being that he was Mike's mentor. So, um, and it was just, just a great story, but I just, I can't, I just have to go for, um, Aristoteles just, just because it's, you know, it's what I think of a mentor. It was super influential. It's something that everybody knows and everybody knows of his mentoring role and, uh, helped define the world in his time. And even today in a way. So, um, yeah, Aristotle. A vote for Aristotle. Did did Mike almost mo- did Mike move you to tears there, Maria? It sounded like you were a little a little choked up. He 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 kind of did. I mean, it was a beautiful story, and I, I just you son it. of a bitch, Mike. It's it's just like you know when somebody has been so moved by somebody else, and that would take them to speak so beautifully of them. You can just feel these the feelings and i was just moved by it so good job mike yeah well, i agree it's powerful that's it, why mike's a good shark uh, he's a horrible shark i'm changing my vote because uh, god damn you mike i'm changing my vote uh john hergity or whatever his name is john is moving on to the next round we are on to our next fight jill this one is yours it's the first unknown fight of the evening it's karen's pick uh, it's mr holland from mr holland's opus versus the video game tutorial narrator, either in text or in voice. <laughs> well, that's actually pretty clever. Um, I was curious as to see what the unknown was going to be because it, I, I don't see Mr. Holland as a mentor. And, I mean, he definitely did affect all of the kids that he taught over the years. And that's why you had the big moving symphony scene at the end. But he's the main character of the story and typically the mentor is someone who is kind of secondary to the main character and kind of propelling the hero forward rather than being the hero himself. So I really kind of like Karen's pick of the tutorial guide because I do play games and without it, I would, without that guide, I wouldn't know how. So I'll vote for the tutorial. A vote for the video game tutorial narrator, Mike. Uh, you know, uh, to be honest, I've never seen Mr. Holland's Opus. Uh, I'm familiar with it overall. I'm familiar with it enough to ag- agree with Jill. I mean, a mentor, we can look at this in, in, in two ways. And the way that I really look at it is the mentor's role in the story. And and he is the lead. It is Mr. Holland's Opus, not his students. So if he's the lead character, the students aren't aren't the main thing. He is. So he's not the mentor. He's the hero. Um, even though he's a teacher, his role in the story is still the hero's role. 
the one who has a, a goal to accomplish. And in this case, it's to uh, inspire. So because he doesn't really fit that kind of classic mentor role as I see it, um, and I haven't really seen the movie, and, you know, that's a hell of a, a clever idea. And even I have uh, have used these uh, the video game narrators or, or, or whatever. And in those instances, you are the hero, and they are providing guidance and, and teaching you. So uh, I'm going to vote for the video game, uh, whatever they are. Tutorial narrator. Maria. Hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, y- you know what? I'm skipping Ben. Uh, ben. <laughs> right. Sure. I actually uh, don't think Mr. Holland was a very good mentor. Um, you know, the most important person he was supposed to mentor was supposed to be his son, and he pretty much forgot him throughout the entire movie until the very end. But... Uh, I don't. I don't really think he's very successful as a mentor, mainly because he forgot what his most important role was. Uh, so I'm going to vote video game tutorial narrator. Another game a vote for video game tutorial narrator, Maria. I have never seen um, the movie, so I don't know who Mr. Holland is. Um, based off what you guys have said, it looks like he didn't do that good of a job anyway, and I just think that. Karen's pick is so clever. I mean, it's, it's true. It, it's you know the narrator. It's it's definitely a mentoring. It's take, taking you step by step and showing you how to do things so that you can be the hero and win the game. So um, you know, a vote for being clever and the video game narrator. A vote for the video game narrator. I am not giving a vote to the video game narrator. Um, Mr. Holland, just because of the focus of the story is Mr. Holland, it's, the story is him mentoring people all the way through the years. And then finally he sees the fruits of his labor 40 years down the line and sees what these people have become because of his fucking mentoring. That's what the movie's about. Uh, granted, he, and you're right, he does, he does fuck up with his own son because he's actually paying too much time mentoring other people. That's, that's what the movie is. And a very beautiful moment at the end of the movie, one of his first students comes back and they and he taught her to not give up, keep going, push through when you have a problem. And she turns out to be the governor of the great state of whatever state they were in. And his his prodigy went on to be bigger and better than he ever could be. He is a mentor through and through just because the story focused on him didn't mean he wasn't a mentor. Uh, I'm voting for Mr. Holland. Fuck you guys. But Karen's pick is moving on through the video game tutorial there. And Maria, if you cried with Mike's bullshit, you got to see Mr. Holland's opus. You'll be in tears at the end. I always am. It's on my list now. (laughs) Video game tutorial narrator is moving on through. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Dumbledore versus John Keating from Dead Poet Society. It's, uh, it's totally Dumbledore. Um, you know, as, as I've been saying throughout this, uh, this, fight uh i'm really using kind of the classic uh sort of heroic myth take on what a mentor is and that that is dumbledore he's not the lead uh but he is probably the single most important person uh in the the story after the uh the lead uh he inspires harry he guides harry it's it's his plan and plot and uh and as many good mentors uh do he dies before the end um John Keating, uh, you know, it's a similar argument I have with the, uh, the Mr. Holland's opus. He is kind of the lead character of the story. Uh, plus, uh, 
I'm not that fond of that movie. That's really the point where Robin Williams, for me, when he was getting into his schmaltzy, dramatic acting, you know, period, that uh, that I really just started to find him a little bit annoying and a little bit over the top in, in a bad way. Um, I never really liked the movie. It was kind of too schmaltzy and maudlin and, and you know, all of that stuff. Uh, it was kind of obvious in, in, in what happened and how things happened. So, uh, so yeah, I really, I really didn't care for it. And, uh, you know, Dumbledore is, uh, is classic heroic myth, uh, mentor through and through, uh, you can, you can map it right onto him. Uh, vote for Dumbledore, Ben. Mike, you said it perfect. It's, uh, it's predictable and schmaltzy and I have a lot of hate for that movie because I had to watch that movie in every English class I ever was in until it came out. And I got so sick of watching it and so sick of the message that it actually turned me off and he became an anti-mentor towards me. So I vote for Dumbledore. A vote for Dumbledore. Maria? <laughs> um, wow. I actually was the one who added um, John Keaton um, from the the from the movie. Um, actually, I saw the Poor Society when I was, you know, going through a kind of a difficult phase. And and I like the movie. We've already established that I'm a prior and I like sad movies. And um, I, I thought that, you know, the message was good. I only, I've only seen it twice, so maybe that's why I don't hate it. Probably if I watch it a couple of times, I'll end up saying, oh, this is super cheesy, predictable, and I hate it. But you know, I saw it a long, long time ago. It it did have an impact on me. I thought it was good, and I cry a whole lot. Um, and uh, just not a fan of Dumbledore and, and, and you know and the whole movies and uh, it's just in the whole story. I'm probably the only person who not a fan. So I'm gonna go with um, John Keating. Uh, vote for John Keating, and I am voting against the idea that just because the focus of the particular story is on the mentor doesn't make them a mentor fuck that bullshit uh i am voting for john keating even though i do like dumbledore and i might be swayed i doubt it though it is all tied up it comes down to you jill which one takes the win that's easy i'm a fantasy geek i will have to say though i i liked that poet society it, it made me cry too you know i i, I think I only watched it two or three times as well, so I don't know how it stands up because it's probably been 15 years since I watched it, but I do remember liking the movie, and I'm sure he does fit that mentor kind of role, but I love the Harry Potter books, and Dumbledore is kind of that modern day, modern day as far as like written in the last 10 years, uh, wizard, the same kind of mentor character that Merlin is and another character coming up on the list. And you can you can define mentor any way you want and Dumbledore is going to fit it. Uh, vote for Dumbledore and Dumbledore is moving on through. We're on to our next fight. Ben, this one is yours. It is Father from Beauty and the Beast versus Fast Eddie Felston. Um, I really like uh, the movie The Color of Money. Um, and I really like the way that Fast Eddie Felson recognizes talents. You know, uh, Tom Cruise is just sitting there, you know, just hustling small time and doing things like that. And he recognized that he had an ability to do something great with his life. And, you know, he guided him all the way up, taught him everything he knew. And, and uh, 
you know, really gave really gave him every all the tools he needed to you know be a success. So I think he did a great job being a mentor, and I I really don't uh, like the father from the Beauty and the Beast. So Fast Eddie Felson. Uh, vote for Fast Eddie, Maria. Um, actually, I didn't have time to research the list, and I didn't know that Fast Eddie was from the Color of Money. I actually love that movie. I watched it a long time ago, and I am not a bit fond of, you know, the Beauty of the Beast or any of these classic tales. Um, so I'm gonna go for Fast Eddie Felson. Another vote for Fast Eddie. I'm going to vote for Beauty and the Beast and Father. Uh, Jill? Well, I, I'm the one who put Father on the list, and, and I was specifically referring to the Ron Perlman, Lindy, Linda Hamilton TV show from the 80s, because Father is that character that took in this, took in Vincent, this, this lion child, and raised him, and raised him to be as good of a person as he could be despite looking how he does. And not only that, but, you know, the, for people who haven't watched it, this Vincent and Father, and they have a whole enclave of people that live underground in the sewers, basically, of New York City in the underground tunnels and caves and stuff. And they carve this whole society you know, to escape the, the problems of the upper world. And Father's the one that holds them all together. He's the one that everybody goes to when they have their problems. He's the one who takes in the wounded. He nurtures them and he sets them on their way to go live their life. And, you know, he, he fulfills that mental role um, for everybody that comes in contact with him. So that's why I'm voting for him. A vote for Father because he likes people who are Gotham's reckoning. Um. <laughs> Mike, it's all tied up, and it comes down to you. This uh, this one's one's kind of tough because even though I've seen uh, both of these, I, I honestly don't remember either very well. Um, one of the things that I like about Fast Eddie is that uh, he was the the mentor in Color of Money, but that was a continuation of of him from the Hustler when he was the lead, and that's kind of an interesting uh, role that a mentor can play is that, you know, in their youth, they were the hero, and then down the road, they become the, the mentor. Um, but I think I'm going to go for father uh, for for a strange reason, in that it just, the, the Beauty and the Beast TV show actually has just a lot more geek cred. I mean, it is certainly uh, fantasy. Um, it stars, you know, Ron Perlman, who has been in, in just, dozens and dozens of, of geek things and, and Linda Hamilton who uh who can beat Terminators. So um I will give it to Father. Mike Ortiz is Fast Eddie Felton's reckoning. I, I'm sorry, I just like doing the pain voice. And that, Father, that almost sounded like the chicken lady. I don't know. <laughs> Father is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Maria, this one is yours. It is Captain Picard versus Juan Sanchez Villa Lobos Ramirez from Highlander. Um, uh, I actually, I mean, I've seen a couple of Highlander episodes, and, and I really don't know a lot about this world. Oh, this no, is it's, the it's, movie. It's the movie. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's Sean Connery. Connery. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I really don't know much about it, as you can see. Um, so I don't know who Juan Sanchez Villa Lobos Ramirez is. I did one online and kind of... Uh, try to um, learn about it, but it, you know, I didn't look interesting. And the other hand, I love 
Star Trek. I love Captain Picard. I, you know, I just adore him, and there's no way I cannot vote for him. So um, I don't even need to give a big speech of why. It's just Captain Picard. I'll vote for Captain Picard, and I will say, Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> because... <laughs> they have the audacity to cast him as a Spanish man with a Scottish accent. I am voting for uh, Ramirez. Uh, <laughs> as opposed to a Frenchman with a British accent? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, because Damon, because you just sang Queen, I'll vote for him too. <laughs> Another vote for Ramirez. Uh, Mike? Uh, yeah, I... Uh, it's... It's definitely uh, Ramirez for me. Uh, he, he, again, fits the mentor role uh, much more. Uh, Picard is, is not just a lead. He is the lead. I mean, he has, he has mentored people underneath him, but those people were not really ever the focus. Um, and he's a captain. He's not really uh, explicitly a mentor. Um, he, he's a leader. He's, uh, he's the, the, the hero in, in every sense of the word. Um, plus Patrick Stewart's already on this list on the other side with professor X, although a two professor, two Patrick Stewart's might be kind of fun, but, uh, no, I think I will vote for uh, James Bond instead. Uh, all right. Ben. <laughs> I, I can't believe that Captain McCard is being so disrespected. First off, he was a mentor on the show, even as a lead, he was a mentor to Data. He was teaching him about humanity and what it was to be human. And along with that, in that process, he also inspired and mentored an entire generation of kids who were watching that show uh, to be better people, to know what it was to be a human being, to know the greater values and virtues of, you know, and what type of aspirations we should have in our life. You know, he taught us more about you know, humanity and, 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 and that, then, you know, many, many, many times or more often that than you know, many kids get from their parents. Um, you know, you could sit a child down in front of Star Trek and specific next generation and they would watch Captain Picard and they would see what it's like to be a good person, to do the right thing and not just do it, but also give the reasons why and examine the other side of the issues too, you know, and to think critically. So, not just not just because he was a mentor to you know a generation of people, uh, he was, but he was also a mentor to Data, and you know Data is probably one of the best characters in Star Trek. So, I Captain Picard, even though it doesn't matter. Woo-hoo, go ben. It always matters. A vote for Captain Picard, but Ramirez is moving on, and we are on to our next fight. It is Yoda versus Dave Cal and Jay from the Forty Year Old Virgin. Um, Dave Cal and Jay kind of give uh, I, I forget the main character's name in the Forty Year Old Virgin, but I'll just call him Steve Carell. They give him good bad advice a lot of the time. Uh, and I, I was uh, on Facebook, and there was a meme floating around. I'm sure you could probably still find it, where it just has all the one liners of Yoda, and it's like, wow, he just spits out one lining one line of mentors. Like, yep. yep. There is no uh, try. There's do or do not. Like Yoda is what I think of as a mentor, so I will be voting for Yoda. Yes, uh, Jill. 
I second all that. Yoda's definitely definitely a mentor by any definition. In he's one of those that I I mean I'm sure the backstory of him has been told in maybe books or something, but I'm sure he was a hero at one point and has you know gotten to the to the age where he started mentoring everybody else, and that's typical of the the hero mentor journey. So I I think he was a, a way better inspiration than the guys from Forty Year Old Virgin. Yes, uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I will. Uh, I will agree. I mean, Yoda. Uh, one, we really do should should have some Star Wars representation on here. Um, and yeah, Obi Wan. Uh, I, I love Obi Wan Kenobi, but he is not as good as Yoda. He even says it himself uh, that it, 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 to some degree it was his arrogance in believing he was as good as Yoda that uh, that led to this or led to to everything that went wrong. Um, but you know, throughout the prequel trilogy. Yoda keeps going, you know, training this kid's a bad idea. And uh, the Jedi Council just kind of says, yeah, okay, you may have the midichlorians, blah, 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 but we'll keep doing this. Uh, Go watch the trilogy. Yoda always basically says, hey, if we do this, this is going to happen. And then they do it, and it happens. He was right the whole time. If they would have just listened to the little green guy, the one who taught them everything, who was 800 years old, uh, then uh, the the republic wouldn't have fallen, but uh, and and Yoda actually was a hell of a warrior in uh, in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, need I point out throwing big, huge, round chairs? Okay, that's not really mentoring, but it's still pretty awesome because Yoda's pretty awesome. So I'm voting for Yoda. A vote for Yoda, uh, Ben. Uh, Why well, I put David Callenjay on there mainly because. Uh, Steve Carell is a is a huge geek, and they mentor him to not 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 become a geek anymore, but uh, to you know act, to get laid basically. And who doesn't want to get laid? So, with that said, Yoda's still the best mentor, and he gets my vote. A vote for Yoda, Maria. Is it a clean sweep? It definitely is. Um, although. David Collinger are more of, you know, I think we all want to be mentors in a way. We all try, and, and they had good intentions. Um, and they, you know, they gave the, the advice that they thought was best. Um, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> but, you know, Yoda is just the quintessential mentor. And it, I think that, for me, his one-liners are so wise. And his teachings go beyond the... Um, Star Wars world into the you know real world, and I you know has to be Yoda still so, all the way. He is Dagobah's reckoning. Um, <laughs> Yoda moves on, and we are on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Mister Miyagi San versus Sarah Connor from the ter- not Terminator. It's from the Sarah Connor Carnicles or whatever the Terminator TV show. I love. I mean, you're the one who put Mister Miyagi on, right? I don't believe I did. Maybe. No, I, I don't know. Did. Maybe. Uh, well, I love the fact that he's on the list because I would never have thought of him because I haven't thought of that movie in a long time. But he is, uh, he, he is a classic mentor. I mean, it, he is, he is not just, not just a great teacher, but he's the kind of great teacher that just inspires you to go on and do great things and, and try your hardest and do your best and, you know, save the day kind of thing. Um, to be honest, I didn't watch the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Um, I, I only know of her from the movies and from those roles, she doesn't really fit the mentor 
category to me. So I would have to vote for Mr. Miyagi. Uh, good job, Danielson. Uh, Mike. Uh, yeah, I will also vote for, for Mr. Miyagi for, uh, for many of the same reasons, but even more than that, uh, in many ways, um, he's, he's a lot like Yoda. I mean, he's got, you know, wax on, wax off, no need rope to hold up pants. Uh, it, it may seem kind of funny, but they're also very, very strong pearls of wisdom. Um, he doesn't just teach Daniel karate. Uh, the the bad guy dojo leader uh, he teaches karate too, but he doesn't teach uh, he doesn't teach them to be men. He doesn't teach them to be warriors. He teaches them to be animals. He teaches them to be soldiers, to be fighters. Um, but Mr. Miyagi teaches Daniel to be a man. He teaches him right and wrong, and that is ultimately the path to victory um it's it's the classic mentor role in every capacity uh, like we've said in, in various other areas here um i love sarah connor and you know initially she was the lead uh you know i think she was even on best uh, best mother um by the tv show she certainly is kind of walking the line between lead character and, and mentor but ultimately what she's really teaching and it's it's not the character's fault it's the the story she's she's basically teaching him you know, how to be a, a guerrilla fighter and to, to survive and to lead the human race. Um, but, you know, Mr. Miyagi can teach something that all of us can learn from, whereas I really didn't learn anything from Sarah Connor other than don't trust the machines. Oh, vote for Mr. Miyagi. Ben? I, I think that's all you need, Mike. Don't trust the machines. That's a... That's pretty much the best advice you could ever be given. But uh, no, I, I did love that TV show and I was really sad to see it go. But Mr. Miyagi, you know, there were so many times I actually confused what Yoda said and Mr. Miyagi said. So, you know, they're both, Mr. Miyagi's a great mentor. So my vote is Mr. Miyagi. Another vote for Mr. Miyagi. Um, Maria. Um, actually, when I saw that we were doing best mentor, the very first name that came to my mind was Mr. Miyagi. I mean, that was the very first person I thought of, and I was sad to see that you had already added it to your list because I wanted to be the one who, you know, added it to a list. Um, for me, he is, you know, the definition of a mentor. He imparts wisdom, and uh, not only that, but he really helps, um, you know, the current character find himself, get in touch with himself, find strength with himself, and I think that's what a good mentor does. It really helps you bring the best out of you and, uh, and, and it imparts wisdom. And although I, I loved the Sarah Chronicles show and I was the one who actually added to the list because I do think that especially in, in, on the show, she is um, a lot in a lot of ways a mentor. Um, you, I can't vote again, Mr. Mijagi. He, you know, he for me is the one, the, the one that I that I think it's it's the definition of a mentor, us uh, in you know kind of almost in the real world, and uh, and also I agree very similar to Yoda, so Mr. Miyagi. A uh, vote for Mr. Miyagi, and I too will be voting for Miyagi Sensei, uh, and uh, but only from Karate Kid. Uh, what is it? The Next Generation. The one with Hillary Swank. That's the only one I'm voting for. I'm not voting for any of the other Mr. Miyagi's. But Mr. Miyagi is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Vork from the Guild versus Irv Blixer slash 
Howard uh, Siller from Cool Runnings or in real life as well. Um, yeah, I've never seen Cool Runnings, um, and I also don't participate in real life. Um, so I'll vote for Vork uh, from the Guild uh, because uh, I'm actually aware of it. Uh, vote for Vork. Ben? Well, Irv Blitzer, you know, he's he's that he's that guy that doesn't want anything to do with anybody else. And, um, you know, he's basically forced in a way to take on these three guys to, uh, you know, be a bunch of Jamaican, I mean, to be a bunch of Jamaican bobsledders, which is just so ironic in and of itself. Uh, but the crazy thing, thing is he succeeds. And against all odds, you know, he turns these guys not just into, you know, bobsledders, but into competitive ones who made the Olympics. And, uh, you know, he he really taught him not just about Bob but he also taught about life and what it what it means to compete and be and uh, be a winner, not just on the field, but you know, also in your heart. And uh, for that, I will vote for Irv Blitzer. A uh, vote for Irv Blitzer, Maria. Wow, I was sure I was gonna vote for Borg just because I love the guild. But that was a really good explanation, and, and Ben, you kind of re- make me made me remember the movie. So um, I think I like that movie actually. Cool Runnings. Oh, it's hard because I love work, and I want to give him some love. I want to give the guild some love. But that was a good explanation. Um, I, I have to give the guild some love, although work really doesn't fit the role of a mentor in that way, and sometimes kind of annoys me. I think that, you know, he means well and he does want to be a mentor in a way. So I'm going to go with Vork. A vote for Vork. Um, uh, I kind of got to go with uh, the guy who coached the Jamaicans, uh, a, a tropical place that has no snow, to being able to compete in the Olympics with the best athletes in the world in a winter sport. There's no snow in Jamaica. And he was able to mentor them and teach them how to do it. Uh, yeah, so I'm voting for Irv Blitzer slash Howard Siller. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jill. I know where you're voting. Cool Runnings is a good movie, and it's a great story. I mean, the, the real story is a very inspirational kind of story. I put Vork on the list. And the reason I did is, yeah, he's probably not what you think of when you think of best mentor. All, most of these other characters we put on the list are your classic archetype mentor. They've, there's a very definite role, you know, by the Joseph Campbell definition of what a mentor is, what he does, what the backstory is. And most of the people on this list fit that. Work not necessarily does. He's a little quirky. He's a little out of the box. But I think he still fits that mentor role. And I think he sees himself as that mentor. And that kind of drives him to be the mentor for the rest of the guild. So I'm voting for Vork. Uh, vote for Vork. And Vork is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Ben, this one is yours. It is Gandalf. I'm assuming Gandalf the Grey, not Gandalf the White. Versus Nathan, what is this, Murr from uh, Spy Game. Nathan Muir, and uh, he's like the he's like the the mentor for the James Bond character, even though this is not James Bond. Uh, and I love that movie. I've seen it like a hundred times. We go to bed to it all the time. And he really is a great mentor. But Gandalf is, in my opinion, 
one of the best mentors on this list. Not only did he, you know, mentor Frodo and, you know, get the destruction of the ring to happen and all, but he actually set the entire thing in motion and, you know, went and was the one who grabbed Bilbo Baggins, was the one who was the one who found the ring. And he set the entire thing in motion. He was also on the side most of the time, only giving what he needed to do. So it has to be Gandalf. A vote for Gandalf. Maria. I've never seen Spy Game, um, but even if I had, I love Gandalf, and there's something about the way he mentors that I love, which is he lets, you know, the, the mentee, the mentoree, he, he allows them to take make their own decisions. So he he teaches them, but he lets them free and to to be to really react to the situations that are happening to them and make their own decision and he trusts that they will make the right one which i think it's an important an important part of a, of a good mentor because that's that's how you really learn that's how you you really become a better person so because of that i'm voting for gandalf a uh, vote for gandalf and i am Frodo's reckoning. Did that? That, that was better. better. <laughs> yeah, I just covered. I, I, I just covered my mouth like this, and I talked through my hands. Um, <laughs> I think that's all he did for the entire movie. Um, Gandalf. I don't really see him as a mentor. I mean, he's there and he does say wise things, but he's he is technically a hero of his own story. We're just seeing it through the eyes of the people who aren't technically the heroes like like uh frodo and uh bilbo bilbo aren't really the hero aren't really heroes in stories they just end up and turn out to be that way but i really don't see gandalf being the hero in either one of the or sorry the mentor to those folks in either one i'm just being uh what do you like contrarian i'm gonna vote for nathan uh whatever his name is in spy game uh jill I disagree. I definitely think Gandalf is a mentor to all of them. Without his prodding and his wisdom and all that, they wouldn't have gone on the journeys they did and done the things they did. So I, um, I've also never seen Spy Game, so I can't relate to the other character. So I'm voting for Gandalf. Another vote for Gandalf and Mike. Uh, I will uh, agree with everything uh, that's been said in favor of Gandalf, uh, especially the I didn't see Spy Game. How the fuck have you people never seen Spy Game? It's actually a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. At first, I thought it was Spy Kids. And then no. I was like, oh my God, why would that be on this list? <laughs> well, that oh, would actually make yeah, a lot more sense. telling me that I have seen the movie, but it's with Brad Pitt. Yeah. Yes. Brad Pitt uh, and uh, Robert Redford. I've seen it. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was a mentor. Oh, well. Well, yeah, still Gandalf, though. But Gandalf. The gray and the white. The white was not a mentor, by the way. The gray was. Uh, Gandalf is moving on. We're on to our last fight of the first round. It is also another unknown fight. It's Jarrett's pick. It is Tyler Durden versus Atticus Finch from To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, Maria, that's yours. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That don't know. Kill me. I was so sure I was going to vote for Tyler. Um... I, I put Tyler on the list and um, I think that it's, it's an interesting pick for a mentor because first of all, it's, 
you know, he was, he truly didn't exist in the real world and it was all in his head. But I think that, you know, often in life, you have to be your own mentor. And in, in this case in particular, of course, um, the, it was a more obvious situation where he had a split personality. But in life, when there is no one there to teach you right from wrong, when there is no one there to coach you, to guide you through the steps and, and to be there for you, you are the one who have to be able to take, you know, to the make the make the decisions the right decisions and and the good choices and search for knowledge and wisdom in any place you can find it and in a way um i think that of course in a, in a more obvious way that was um tyler to the um character i can't remember the name what was his real name but um you know he basically guided him into being the person that he wanted to be and do the things that he wanted to do but was too afraid to do. So, Tyler. Uh, vote for Tyler Durden. Um, yeah, Tyler. Uh, well, and the reason you don't remember the name of uh, Norton's character is because it's... Uh, w- w- did he even have a name? I don't he think he not have a so. name. No, his name is Tyler Durden. <laughs> like, exactly. That's, that's his well, he's referred to as Jack. He, in moments, but uh, yeah, in, especially in the book, he did not have a name. Yeah, he, his name is you. Yeah, yep. T- Tyler Durden. Um, but I, I, I'm going to vote for Atticus Finch because literature. Um, Jill, I second that. That's the reason I'm voting for it. Literature. Um, Mike, you know, I was all set to vote for the unknown because I really never thought of of Tyler as a mentor. Um, he, he is really an antagonist, uh, more than anything else. And he is the, the, like, like we mentioned the split personality of, of, of the lead, but, um, Maria's explanation of, you know, sometimes when there is no mentor, uh, you have to assume the role of mentor yourself. Uh, I thought that was quite beautiful and quite clever. So I'm going to vote for Tyler Durden. Uh, vote for Tyler Durden. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Ben. Are you going to make Jared cry? Oh, man. I tell you, that's, this is the toughest one yet. Uh, I saw Tyler Durden on there, and I thought that was just a, just a absolutely inventive and great pick for a mentor. I mean, there, mostly you do mentor yourself, you know, make your own decisions and convince yourself and whatnot. Oh man, um, Atticus Finch. Oh man. Now I'm gonna have to go with Atticus Finch on that one. And Atticus Finch takes the win. This is the first time in a long time that both the unknowns make it out of the first round. Uh, that's unusual. But we'll be back right after. I don't know what am I gonna make up? Uh, Ninja Turtle sound effects. Yeah, how about that, Mike? You, you'll yeah, be able to find that. I didn't do that the last time. I don't know if. You yeah, know. I know. I'm, I'm just saying that, but we'll be back after Ninja Turtle sound effects and farting. How about that? I'm Paul Rudd. In my new movie, Role Models, I play a misguided mentor. It's an R-rated comedy, and the truth is we're making light of a very serious subject. I love the concept of these one-to-one relationships, what it does for the kids and for the adults. That's why I'm a big fan of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. They change how kids grow up, helping them beat the odds in school and in life. So support them at bigbrothersbigsisters.org.
This is Dr. Heathen Scum of the Mentors, and you're listening to Geek Fights. And we're back doing what we do every week. It is Dad Fold Me Trademark Geek Fight, and it's Geek. Oh, wait, no, it's Geek Cred. Damn it. It's Gotham's Reckoning. Um, <laughs> it is Geek Cred doing it every week. Uh, we're going to start with you, Maria. What is your Geek Cred? Um, I was raised by a geek father who, you know, taught me well in the world of geek. And I have a, you know, professional geek husband by the name of Amin Amat. And although I have no things to mention for myself, I will mention that he has some new books coming out. Um, he has a book called Irresistible, um, number three. So pick that up coming soon. And uh, another one coming up soon that I can't remember the title. Um, but check him out. Google him, Amin Amat. And uh, yeah, that's it. Jill Value. I am a fantasy geek. Um, my, I think my biggest geek cred right now is that in just a couple of days, I will be heading to Atlanta for Dragon Con, where I will be cosplaying this year as Death from the Sandman comics. Uh, years past, I've been Xena and a steampunk version of Scarlet Witch. So I am greatly looking forward to my three plus days of complete and total geek immersion. Rock and roll! Benjamin! What is your geek cred? <laughs> um, I'm kind of the only geek I know in my circle of friends, and that actually is exactly why I have geek cred, because I have converted over 33 people to the love of Star Trek from the hate of Star Trek. So I have a high conversion rate, and uh, I've been adding a lot of members to the community. So there you go. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I guess I guess we could start getting back to fighting. Okay, I can't. I, I'm seriously going to do that three or four more times at least. I apologize. I'm just a little loopy right now, and I want to do Bane voice. On to our next fight. It is Morpheus versus Professor X. And... Um, since uh, the, the, the panel has been deciding it on the classic interpretation of a, 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 of a mentor, uh, yeah, Morpheus is a mentor through and through. And he almost dies. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Morpheus. Jill? You know, I really, I, I, I really know Professor X from the more modern stuff, um, like from the cartoon in the 80s and from the, the movies and some of the more recent comic book series in which he, he is the mentor role. Um, but I have to kind of say, I have to kind of agree. If we're going by the classic definition of the mentor archetype, I, I do have to, I, I will say that I think Morpheus fits it better. Another vote for Morpheus. Mike? I will vote for Morpheus because he is Zion's reckoning. No, that was your Batman voice, right? Yeah. To offset my Bane voice. He was he was Zion's white knight. Okay, there we go. That works. <laughs> we should do this me. the whole show. Yes, we should. But we can't. We can't. I'm sorry. I want to so badly right now, but I'm. I'm I know weird. I'd stop listening if we did. I know. I know. Um, a vote for Morpheus. I know. Uh, yeah. Morpheus. Another vote for Morpheus. Ben. Um, I'm really tempted to vote for Professor X because Patrick Stewart got so disrespected on the other side of this, but uh, Morpheus is definitely the the clear 
typical mentor, you know, and uh, so I put my vote to him. Another vote for Morpheus. Maria, is it a clean sweep? Definitely. He fits the role better. He is awesome, and I adore the Matrix. Morpheus. And Morpheus is moving on into the next round. We're on to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Henry Spencer from Psych versus Merlin. Okay, I admit I've never seen Psych, so I don't know who this character is. But, like I said in my geek cred, and like I said earlier, I am a fantasy geek, and Merlin is the archetype fantasy character. He is the character that Dumbledore and Gandalf are based off of. He is your... He is your typical, um, no matter which version of the story you're reading, it's, he, he fills that, that role of the mentor starting off as his own hero. There are many versions of the story out there, both old and new, where he is um, the hero of his own story. And then later, Arthur comes into the story or other characters come into it. And then he mentors them and then he leaves them to their destiny for good or ill. So I'm going to have to vote for Merlin. A uh, vote for Merlin. Mike? The, this is actually kind of tough. I mean, I know I didn't vote for Spencer in the last round, but that was, uh, that was really some, some Obi-Wan Kenobi love. Um, but he really is... He is as essential to Psyche as Merlin is to the Arthur myth. Uh, he, he trains Sean to, to be a cop, I believe, but Sean... Uh, just doesn't follow in his father's footsteps, but he uses the knowledge that his father has given him uh, in many ways for evil and for personal gain. Well, not evil, but for personal gain uh, and for great comedic effect. Um, you know, I kind of want to vote for Merlin because, like you said, he he fits the classical mold, and we certainly have been going that way. But but one of the things that that uh, that Spencer does is he brings a little comedy onto this bracket, which there really isn't a lot of. Uh, so, so we can have a have a few laughs down the road, maybe, and uh, and and keep it a little light. And uh, Corbin Burnson's a lot of fun. Uh, I will vote for Spencer. Uh, vote for Henry Spencer, not Spencer for hire. Ben. Um, Merlin is a typical mentor, and he does do a lot of great things. Um. But I'll, I'll, I don't, and I don't really know who Henry Spencer is per se. I've never watched the show, but I, you guys have convinced me so much that can, that in continuation with the fact that uh, my sister loves this guy and she gave me a ten minute dissertation as to why he should win the entire bracket. Uh, I'm going to vote for Henry Spencer. Another vote for Henry Spencer. Seriously, if you haven't watched Psych, you really do. Ha- if you're a geek, it's a good show, especially an '80s geek. '80s geeks will love the shit out of. Psych. Uh, but another vote for Henry Spencer. Maria? Um, I think that although Merlin is a very classic mentor, and it definitely fits the definition very well, um, I actually added um, Henry there for a lot of reasons. And of course, I love Psych. Um, I, I feel that he really fits the role very well. He basically um, teaches on everything that he knows, but also because I like the idea of a father being a mentor, a father being able to identify, you know, a son's or a daughter's potential and, and nurturing that and, uh, and just guiding him to be the best person that they can be, you know, based on this talent that they have and to con- contribute in a way to society and, and all that. So, 
I, I just think that it's it's inspiring and uh, like Mike said, it's funny and this whole idea is brought up, it's brought up in this funny setting. It makes you love. You have so many um, 80s references, which I also love. But but just the whole idea of a fa- of a father as a mentor and uh, the potential that that has to just bring the best out of you. I, I just love that. So I'm voting for Henry Spencer. Uh, vote for Henry Spencer. And um, I, I didn't even have to vote for Henry Spencer this time. I, w- I would have, but I, w- I will, sh- I will show uh, Merlin a little bit more love. Uh, it doesn't matter either way. My vote would go to Henry Spencer if anybody changed their vote. Uh, Henry Spencer is moving on. We're on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Giles versus Sergeant Elias. Uh, I'm going to stick with, with Giles. Um, he, uh, he's not just a mentor to Buffy. Uh, he winds up being a mentor to Faith, to Xander, to Willow. Uh, you know, the, the, all of the Scoobies, uh, Spike. I mean, he, he really is the, uh, the, the basis for this entire group. Uh, you know, eventually even this, all of, you know, super squad of slayers or whatever that pop up. Um, platoon was a great movie. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It just doesn't resonate with me as, as much as Buffy does. It doesn't have kind of the, the mythic quality. Uh, you know, I, I certainly would take Sarah Michelle Geller over Charlie Sheen any day. Um, and, and Giles, uh, you know, again, it just fits, it, it fits the classical, uh, the, the classical mentor structure much better. Uh, and, and I think at the end of the day, if you are going to be judging a mentor, uh, by his student, um, you know, the guy who was in platoon, the, the, the main character, uh, since it was somewhat autobiographical, ultimately that guy, uh, I guess would go on to become a, a self-indulgent, drug-addicted, bloated Hollywood director, whereas uh, Buffy uh, saved the world a lot. A vote for Giles. Ben? Well, Giles might be a great actor and a great singer, but Sergeant Elias found a, found a young man who came to a situation out of the most altruistic of reasons. And that man, and that man was broken, absolutely beat down and turned against the very things he believed in. And Sergeant Elias picked him back up. He reassured his faith in his original values. He turned somebody who would, could have been an absolute monster and an evil person into somebody who really understood what, what life was all about. At, you know, at the end of the movie, uh, Chris says uh, Elias uh, and Tom Berenger were, you know, we're in a fight for my soul. And, you know, that it's easy to be a mentor to people who are willing participants in it. You know, they want to be uh, taught. They want to be molded by you. But when you go after when a mentor goes after somebody who doesn't know where their allegiances lie and may not even be leaning your way to go and win that person over and to create you know, something, you know, a, a beautiful product out of that, uh, to me is much more powerful than somebody who just, you know, takes people who are already destined to be great people and great heroes and, uh, and, and do that. So my vote is for Sergeant Elias. 
Uh, vote for Elias. Maria. Both Mike and Ben really had amazing arguments. Um, I follow you. I, I think that when, when Mike was done, I was like, well, I'm, I'm definitely leaning that way. And then Ben um, just completely, you know, said what I think also. I think it's, it is very easy to um, mentor somebody who it is obviously, you know, great, who already has the signs of greatness and, and the skills and, and the potential. It's clear. It's there. All you have to do is kind of polish it and it shines on itself. But when you have somebody who is broken and, and you have to mentor them not only into being well, but then exceeding that into greatness, I mean, that's, there's something to be said about that. So because of that, I'm going to be voting for Sergeant Elias. Elias. Uh, vote for Elias or Elias or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, too, will be voting for that. No, I'm not going to vote for the Sergeant. I don't remember Platoon at all. I remember Buffy. And that was what I thought Giles was. He was never the hero. Although the episodes where he was the hero, he was fucking badass. And that's, you know, one of the things he, you know, those who can't do teach and he could do, but he decided to teach anyway. Uh, I'm going to vote for Giles. It is all tied up. It comes down to Jill. What's your vote? You know, you guys made the point about how Elias picked up a broken character and made him great. Giles did that twice. In the very beginning, you know, the, the TV series picks up where the movie left off. Buffy knows that she's supposed to be fighting these vampires, but she wants no part of it. Even though she's got the powers to do it, she doesn't want anything to deal with it. She doesn't trust, she doesn't trust any adult figures. He takes her in, he nurtures her, and he builds up that trust slowly over time. And, you know, and along the way imparts this wisdom to her. So eventually she comes to a point where she completely relies on him to the point where she's leaning on him too much and he leaves and she dies. Um, well, she died before that happened, but when she came back from after being dead, she was completely broken. She was, she was lost. She didn't know, you know, she didn't know her her purpose in life. She had thought she'd fulfilled her purpose in life. And here she was yet again. And he helped build her up again and, and set her on her way. So, you know, he, he not only did it once, he did it twice. So that's why Giles is a fabulous mentor. And Giles is moving into the next round. We're on to our next fight. Ben, this one is yours. It is Mike's teacher from college versus video game tutorial narrator. Um, my teacher in college, I it's, it was a great story, and I, I really understand that. Well, there's many teachers in my life that have had a, a similar impact upon me and have really, you know, molded who I was. Um, but before I ever met a teacher, I met the video game tutorial narrator, and without them, I wouldn't know how to do things like push A, B, up, down, start, select, fire, or any of those things, and. Um, I'm going to have to give it to the video game tutorial narrator. I'll vote for the video game tutorial narrator. Maria. I First of all, you know, Mike, that was an amazing story. And you make me remember, you know, my own mentors in school, Mr. Ramirez um, and, and Mr. Cotto, who were like amazingly influential in the way I think and the way I deal with problems and analyze and there's so many other great teachers there. And 
you know, we need more mentors like that in real life. So I'm voting, I'm voting for Mike's teacher. I'll vote for Johnny. Um, I am going to, uh, I, I hate the fact that you strike the shit out of people with this one, Mike. I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vote against it this time for real. I'm voting for the video game tutorial narrator. Jill. I, I, I have to second that. It, Mike really did make a good argument for him and made a good argument for all of those teachers in our lives that have been our mentors. But the, 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 the video game tutorial has more relevance to my day-to-day life right now. So I, I have to go for that one. Another vote for the video game tutorial narrator, uh, Mike. Uh, I will stick with, uh, with John Haggerty for two reasons. Uh, number one, uh, if you look across this list that we have uh, at people like Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, more so Merlin, Dumbledore, uh, Gandalf, and you see old white men with big bushy beards. And uh, John Haggerty was an old white man with like a fucking ZZ Top beard. Um, it's really glorious. If you Google him, you can find a little video uh, you really, I mean, he, he looks like he could be Gandalf or Dumbledore. Uh, and I, uh, I encountered him, uh, before, well, before Dumbledore, I guess I had seen Gandalf illustrations. Um, and, but the main reason is, uh, I'm actually a pretty good artist. Um, I am horrible at all video games. So you can tell which mentor actually did a better job with me. And that was John Haggerty. A vote for John Haggerty, but he is going down in flames to a generic video game uh, tutorial narrator. We are on to our next fight. Maria, this one is yours. It is Dumbledore versus Father. Um, Dumbledore. Easy. Yeah, no contest. It's Dumbledore for me as well. Jill? Yep, Dumbledore for me as well. Even though I put both on the list. Mike? Uh, yeah, Dumbledore. And Ben, is it a clean sweep? It is, Dumbledore. Look at how easy that one was. Dumbledore moving on to the next round, on to our next fight. Ramirez versus Yoda. That's a fucked up one, but it's it's fucked up easy, because uh, as much as I like Ramirez and the whole idea of Ramirez and, you know, Queen, that fucking music video is still fucking awesome to me. Uh, I'm still voting for Yoda because he imparted more wisdom to me in my personal everyday life because there is no try. There is do or do not. Uh, you know, it's shit or get off the pot. Uh, so I got to go with Yoda. Um, Jill. Yeah, I, I've quoted Yoda many times to many people. I've never quoted Ramirez. Another, so another vote for Yoda. Mike. Uh, yeah, I actually did the do or do not. There is no try just a couple of days ago. Um, so yeah, Yoda has uh, as much more uh, resonance for me than uh, than Ramirez. Who, um, yeah, I'm not even gonna say anymore. Another vote for Yoda, Ben. I have a lot of spite for uh, Juan Sanchez via Lobos Ramirez because. Captain Picard would have put up an excellent fight against Yoda. So it is for Yoda. Uh, Another vote for Yoda. And Maria, is it a clean sweep? Definitely. Which one? 
has had an impact in my life and which one I love and quote Yoda, so I don't even know the other dude. And Yoda is moving on into the next round. Sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> it was inappropriate there, but Yoda is moving on. On to our next fight. Jill, this one is yours. It is Mr. Miyagi versus Vork. I'm going to guess that this one will be easy for most people, but I, I'm going to give the, the love to Vork because, you know, you mentioned earlier with the psych character of bringing the comedy into the mentor role, and Vork definitely does that. So for that, I'm going to give the vote to him. Uh, vote for Vork. Uh, Mike? Uh, I will stick with, uh, with Mr. Miyagi. Um, Vork uh, does, does bring some humor to it, but he, he may be the mentor in his own mind, but nobody else really thinks of him that way. Um, he hasn't actually taught them anything. Uh, he's actually a very bad, antisocial, cheap person that, uh, that really... Well, I mean, I guess he puts the the guild kind of ahead of himself but you know his definition of what's good for the guild is usually just what he wants um mr miyagi's the real deal i mean it, it's funny when maria said that uh she was upset that she saw that you had already put his name on there i i thought the exact same thing um i was like oh son of a bitch i wanted to put him on there i mean that's he's kind of like a go-to i mean when you think of this i mean and and all of these other and not all, many of these other mentors on here are, are mentors in, in big stories, um, you know, world ending stories and things like that. But this is, you know, he, he's the mentor of a, of a, of a kid who just wants to, to defend himself really more than anything else. Um, it's, it's a smaller story. It's a scaled back story, but the beats are all there. The resonance is all there. And, and, and Mr. Miyagi is just, He's uh he's just a, a classic version of uh of this kind of character. So it's Miyagi for me. Uh vote for Mr. Miyagi, Ben. Mr. Miyagi would have karate chopped Vork in half, Mr. Miyagi. Uh vote for Mr. Miyagi, Maria. Mr. Miyagi. I mean, for me he is the mentor. Just Mr. Miyagi. Uh vote for Mr. Miyagi. I too will Wow, this side was a lot of agreement. A uh, vote for Mr. Miyagi. Uh, sorry, Vork, you went down in flames. Honk, honk. Sorry, I had to do the <laughs> the Karate Kid Part 2 honk, honk. Or is that in one? Whatever. Uh, on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Gandalf versus Atticus Finch. Okay, I, I've never seen or read or know really anything about to kill a mockingbird um uh and i've seen lord of the rings movies and i like gandalf a lot uh certainly you know if, if he he is the uh the the kind of prototype for for i guess the the fantasy mentor um and i think he does serve a mentor role uh he certainly teaches and uh and inspires uh but does not does not just sort of bark orders. He just sort of guides in a, in a broader sense. Um, you know, more, more than that, he's, he trusts, he, uh, he knows the dangers that uh, are involved. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm not that familiar with the Hobbit. I guess I will be when the movies come out, but in Lord of the Rings, he knows the dangers involved. He knows that, uh, that carrying the ring can, uh, can corrupt someone, but he trusts, Frodo, 
to to do what's right, even though, well, I guess maybe Frodo doesn't at the end. So maybe he's not such a good mentor. But I'm not going to think about that right now because I had already made up my mind on Gandalf. Gandalf gets a point, Ben. Um, uh, this is, I really like Atticus Finch, and I he really was a great mentor to his kids and and to his community. Um, but but Gandalf, man, he destroyed pure evil. You know, he put in the pieces in motion to dispel it from the base of the earth, and. Uh, I'm going to have to vote for Gandalf. Uh, vote for Gandalf. Uh, Maria? Uh, I wanted to go for Atticus and just because, you know, for all those mentors and great books that never make it to um, mainstream pop culture and, you know, they, we never talked about them and we never mentioned them, but they're there in, you know, the pages of books and but at the same time, um, Gandalf was so great. This is so difficult. Um, Gandalf was also in a book. Yes, of course. Yes. But, you know, but they, they, he made it out to mainstream. Everybody knows who he is. Even, you know, people that would probably never even think of reading the book um, because of the movies are now familiar with it. And there's so many good mentors hidden, you know, between the pages of books that most people would never even know about. So um, I'm actually voting to kill Monkenburg. Yeah. Uh, vote for Atticus Finch. Um, and Gandalf did not put anything in motion. The ring put things in motion. Gandalf was just able to slightly alter it at the end. And really he didn't because it was Samwise Gamgee's or Gamgee. He saved the day. He's the one that tells Frodo to stop. Because the ring sets that shit in motion. The ring wants to be with, uh, wants to be with, uh, what is it, Gollum? Well, it didn't want to be with Gollum, but once it saw an opportunity to leave, it left. That was the ring. It had, Gandalf had nothing to do with that shit. Yeah, like, yeah, but but what? Gandalf said to Samwise, "Don't you leave him, Samwise." Oh come on, really, <laughs> really? You're gonna go with one line of dialogue as mentoring Samwise Gamgee? Fuck that! I'm, I'm voting for Atticus Finch. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Jill. Which one takes the win? Well, I disagree with you, Damon, because you have to take in uh, The Hobbit as well, which he did mentor Bilbo Baggins before Frodo Baggins came around. Um, and I think, you know, Maria mentioned books that there's so many other books out there that have great mentor characters. Lord of the Rings and, and The Hobbit are one of these ones that have become mainstream because we they resonate with us. And one of the reasons that this that these books do is because of some of the characters in it and i think gandalf is one of those characters so i'm voting for gandalf i knew you were gonna vote for gandalf of course you did i put him on the list well, not even that i just i knew you were gonna vote for gandalf but gandalf is going to take the win and we are on to our next round this fight is for a spot in the final four ben it's yours it is morpheus versus henry spencer make your sister proud henry spencer Enough said. Really? I thought you loved The Matrix. I, I do love The Matrix, but I, I love my sister more, I guess. All right. Family first. Uh, Maria. Two things that I adore. Two of my favorite things of all time. I can't believe it's come down to this. Um, Henry Spencer. Just because of everything that he represents and because, like I said, I wish there were more, more awesome dads like that. 
You two suck. Another vote for Henry Spencer. I want to vote for Henry Spencer right now. I want to vote for Henry Spencer because I like him a lot more than I like Morpheus. But that's that's only because Morpheus in those other movies he becomes he becomes a lot less of a mentor in those in the second and third films. He's not the mentor that he was in that first, that mysterious guy that he is in the first movie. He becomes a believer in the second and third movies, which is a little bit creepier and, and not as much a mentor for me. Uh, I think that's why I, I ah, God, I want to vote for Morpheus. I, I don't want to be the deciding vote right now, but I know I'm the deciding vote because I, ah, I, I'm sorry. So I'm, I still got to go with Henry Spencer. I can't vote against my heart, even though Morpheus is a good mentor in that first movie. Those other two movies kind of distort his mentorship. So Henry Spencer for me. Jill? Now, see, I disagree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm voting for Morpheus, but here is why. is because a really, good more, a, a really good mentor character will set the hero on their path. They'll give them the guidance they need. They will tell them, you know, give them any of the advice or hints or whatever that needs to propel them on their journey forward. They want the hero to succeed, and they want them to do better, and then they will step aside and let the hero do that. And Morpheus did that. So that's why I'm going to vote for him. A vote for Morpheus. Mike, can you shark me? Uh, probably not, but uh, but I'll I'll tell you why I'm voting for Morpheus. Um, again, I think he does fit the uh, the mentor role uh, much much more. Um, Henry Spencer is a good father, and he he is a teacher. He taught those skills, but he did not set uh, he did not set him down the path. Uh, like I had mentioned, his his path would have been much more of a traditional law enforcement one, um, and in many ways, he's kind of almost worked against uh, his his son. Um, he he didn't come up with this psychic angle, uh, you know. He he won't call his son on it. Um, he's definitely a father, but he's not really the one that has set uh, the character on his path. Whereas Morpheus very much is. I mean, Morpheus was looking for neo even though he didn't know who he was looking for but he was looking for the one um there's been a lot of of talk about how uh, in many ways neo is is kind of a christ figure in in the story especially in the first one and later it becomes a little bit more of the of a, of a gnostic christ but uh, you know there's a death and resurrection um and in many ways uh, morpheus is is the john the baptist he's the true believer uh he his destiny I mean, as called out by the Oracle, is to find the one. Um, that is very literally his role that he plays uh, in the story. Um, and, and like Jill mentioned, once he finds... So it's really almost Morpheus' story until he finds Neo, and then he's just there to, to, to guide and to, to give counsel... Uh, and, and then to play, you know, another other part in the revolution. But in terms of Neo's story, he basically opens the door. Uh, Neo steps through and then becomes, you know, the hero that he was destined to be. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, Lawrence Fishburne is just a lot cooler. So, Morpheus. A vote for Morpheus. And because I just realized that Neo is one, just, you know, with the letters moved around i'm going to change my vote to morpheus as well i i literally did not realize it until right now neo 
O-N-E. Like, you've got to be shitting me. You've got to be shitting me that his name is literally the one if you just rearrange letters. You had not realized that until now? Nope. I didn't pay attention or care. Uh, and, it, yeah, Morpheus is moving on. Sorry, Henry Spencer. Oh. We are on to our next fight. Maria, this one is yours. It's for another spot in the Final Four. It is Giles versus the video game tutorial narrator. Giles. Easy. <laughs> you would think it would be easy. Um, but there have been some very influential video game narrators in my life. Um, oh. One of them did touch me, but one of them did... Um, Help me through that in my tough period. <laughs> Giles never did that for me. He only touched me. No, I, I'm going to vote for Giles. Um, uh, Jill. As surprising as this may sound, this is actually kind of a little bit of a tough choice for me because I absolutely love video games and I am obsessed and addicted to them when I started playing. So I think this isn't, I think the, the video tutorial guide is an absolutely brilliant choice for a mentor that all being said of course i have said this before i will say this again buffy's my favorite tv show of all time one of the reasons for that is because of the characters of giles and as i get older the more i appreciate giles so i'm totally voting for him a uh, vote for giles giles is in the final four uh now we're see those other fights in the other round were easy because now we're at the hard ones because we knew we were coming to this it is dumbledore versus yoda this one goes to me this is hard as shit both of them fill the role perfectly they both die they both move out of the way they both are badass in their own right uh and it really just comes down to for me at least which one do i like more and uh Ah, oh, god damn it! I like Yoda a lot, but I I, I like Dumbledore more. I, I, it's and it's from the books. It doesn't happen really in the movies. It does, but they don't really do a good job of showing it. It's when when you can't trust Harry because the the evil one because Voldemort might know what's going on, and he pulls back. He pulls back hard on Harry. It freaks him out. Uh, so I gotta I gotta go with Dumbledore on that. So, uh, Dumbledore. No, you didn't miss anything, Ben. What do you think you missed? Well, you skipped Ben and Mike on the Giles and tutorial thing. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I would have voted for Giles, so I really didn't care. Oh, yeah. Ben, what did you... Uh, were, were well, you I would have I voted for uh, anybody but Giles, so... See? It still doesn't matter. Giles was winning. <laughs> Just checking, though. I am Geek Fights Reckoning. <laughs> I am messing up everything. <laughs> oh wait, he never laughed. Uh, but yeah, sorry. It was just three. It was easy to move on. Like Giles was gonna win. But I, I could have sharked for the narrator. No, you couldn't have. You don't play video games, and you just said it the round before about it. But I'm voting for Dumbledore, uh, Jill. I I agree. There's. A- it's, it's hard to pick these two because no matter what definition of mentor you throw out, they're, they're both going to fit it. And I, I also agree that the, the movie version of Dumbledore doesn't quite give him justice as far as what the books do. It, he's, he's very aggressive in the movies, whereas in the books, he's much more nurturing um, and, and uh, forgiving to Harry. Um, but I'm going to have to vote for Dumbledore. I just love him. A vote for Dumbledore. Mike. Uh, I will vote for Yoda. Uh, I've I've never read the Harry Potter books, so I don't know if that would would influence my decision, but I I suspect it would not. 
Um, I like Star Wars a lot more than I like Harry Potter. Um, it's certainly had a, a much bigger impact on, on my life. Um, and Yoda is my favorite character in all of Star Wars. Uh, you know, years back, I, I, Damon might even remember this. I, I started coming up with an idea to, to form basically a geek church. I had even looked into, uh, you know, what it takes to, to start, uh, a, a, a church to become ordained and to, to start a, a ministry. And, and its basic premise would be that, uh, all of the types of things that, people get from religious texts in terms of, of their morality and their, their worldview and things like that, all of those uh, geeks can get from their texts. Uh, you know, the line that, that I was going to use to kind of describe it was I learned more about good and e- I learned more about being good from Superman than I did from Jesus. And I learned more about spiritual truth and inner peace from Yoda than I did from Buddha. Um, and, and that, to me, that was the example. Yoda is, uh, you know, almost a religious figure. I mean, we, we had talked about how, how often we can quote his words of wisdom um, because he was not just a mentor to Luke. He was a mentor to us and really a mentor to a generation of people. I mean, there's a reason why uh, people have lobbied to make Jedi an official religion. And really the only voice that that Jedi belief system, that that Jedi morality has, has really had, uh, has been Yoda. He's really been the example of the Jedi master. He, he taught Obi-Wan Kenobi. He taught, um, Qui-Gon. He t- taught Dooku. I mean, he, he mentored, did, did he teach Mace Windu? I'm not sure. I don't know enough about the, the EU and the backstory. Uh, so because he was really much more important to me, and I think much more important beyond the Star Wars saga uh, than Dumbledore is as far as being going beyond the Harry Potter story. To me, that just makes him much more of, of a great mentor and, and really kind of a great fictional character that he could have such an impact beyond it. And really, if you think about it, look at the amount of time he actually spends on screen, uh, especially in the original trilogy. It's really very little, and yet he has a tremendous impact uh, for being someone so small and a puppet. A vote for Yoda, Ben. I I like what Mike is saying. I mean, I don't know how old Dumbledore is, but Yoda is nine hundred years old. So, of all the people we've seen him mentor and talked about him mentoring, how many more could there have possibly been? I mean, to me, I always thought it as you know, he is the he was the one who created the Jedi in many ways. As a kid, I I looked at him like that, and and. Uh, he does mention Luke. He turns him from bitch Luke to cool Luke. So, I mean, I think I have to go with Yoda. Does everybody use the term bitch Luke? Uh, vote for Yoda. It is all tied up. It comes down to you there, Maria. Which one is into the final four? Hmm. Um, I have to think about the one that resonates more with me. And it's, it's definitely Yoda. Um, if I am to say what character has brought more into the way I behave in real life and to, you know, whose wisdom do I believe, who I wish I could really talk to and learn from, um, it has to be Yoda. It, it, is, it also defines my childhood 
um, growing up, learning about these movies, this character just enticed me. I thought it was fascinating, and uh, I wanted to 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 obtain that piece and that that he talked about. I you know I think that was one of the first characters that I I learned from about peace and and knowing yourself and fighting your internal battles to become a better person. I mean, those are crucial things to learn um, as a child and, and, and to learn it in such a way that you feel moved and you, you, you feel like you really want to achieve this because you want to be like these characters that you see in and you want to be better and just greater. And that's for me, it's amazing for this, you know, like Mike said, this puppet to have this, um, influence in somebody's life and it can it can really determine where a young life steers to um, and, and I know it, it might be overreaching but if you really take those teachings too hard it's just you know it, it can determine the kind of person that you end up being and the things that you end up believing in and you know as much as I like um, Dumbledore it's just not the same thing for me so I have to go with Yoda uh, vote for Yoda, and Yoda is into the final four. And we are on to yet another, what I would consider a very difficult fight. It is Mr. Miyagi versus Gandalf. Jill, that one is yours. I agree. This one is a tough fight. You could make very strong arguments for either character. So I'm going to have to kind of take a little bit of Maria's argument there of the ones that have influenced me more. The Karate Kid movies, I've, I've seen the first movie a couple of times. I've seen the second movie once. I've never seen the other movies. Um, the Lord of the Rings books, I have to admit, I, I love The Hobbit. It's a great book. I actually don't like The Fellowship of the Rings books, but I read them at a very young age, and even though I didn't really like the story, I loved the world and the characters, and um, it kind of propelled me to read more of the fantasy stuff. And in a lot of the fantasy books I read growing up, you would find this wizard character that was like Gandalf and like Merlin and like Dumbledore even. And uh, it was just, it was always an inspirational character. You could always, no matter who this character was and what book they were, you could always, it was almost, almost always like they were telling you, this is what you need to do. And this is how, this is, this is how you get through life kind of thing. And so I always resonated with the Gandalf character. So I have to vote for him. Uh, vote for Gandalf, Mike. Uh, this is tough uh, because it is kind of you know a, a real uh, archetypal mentor uh, in Gandalf uh, versus uh, a very personal kind of mentor in in Mr. Miyagi. Um, and I think I'm going to go with Miyagi. Um, and. Uh, you know, I think it's going to boil down to two things. Uh, you know, one of them is going to be which one do I do I really like better? Which one resonates with me more? Uh, and that is Miyagi. And a lot of that is because I I I know what his message was. I got it. Danny got it in the movie. I got it sitting in the theater. I don't know what uh, what Gandalf's message really is, uh, other than you know, walk to the mountain and throw in the ring. I mean, I guess maybe it's resist temptation. Um, but ultimately that's, that's kind of a, you know, it, it, it fails. Um, you know, as, as a mentor, as, as to the characters in the book, 
uh, or the movie at least. I never read the book, so maybe maybe that interpretation wouldn't hold up as well. Uh, he's a guiding force. He certainly sets them on their their journey externally, but I don't really see him setting them on a journey internally. I don't think he's shaping and guiding character as much as he is moving plot forward. Um, whereas Miyagi is responsible for for making uh, Danny the man that he is, and and you know that that moment when uh, when. Danny wins at the end is, is just an incredible celebratory moment. And all of that comes down to, to uh, the teachings of, of Miyagi in the fellowship of the ring or in the Lord of the Rings movies. There's a whole ensemble, uh, some of which have been influenced by Gandalf and men, many of which haven't. I mean, it's, it's a much bigger story. It's an epic story. Uh, but I think in that epic story, the, the, the human part of that equation gets lost a little bit. Um, and because of that, the, the teachings of Gandalf don't resonate for me as much. So um, I think I got to go with my heart and go with Miyagi. A vote for Miyagi. Ben. Um, you know, I think you guys hit right the nail around the head. Mr. Miyagi is a personal mentor and Gandalf is the social mentor. Um, I, I got to go with, I got to kind of go back to the beginning with, you know, what was the product of what they created and yeah mr miyagi took a boy who wasn't very you know happy with himself or very cool or able to stand up for himself and turned him and he won the karate championship but if you you know then he went on to the dancing of the stars and made a complete fool of himself whereas gandalf i mean like you said uh there was no personal journey given uh he was very influential to frodo you know frodo originally thought that he just as soon as he could kill Gollum yet Gollum was the one who or Gandalf said to him you know who are you to give life and death you know can you make that judgment and that really made an impact on Frodo you know so much so that you know he let Gandalf I mean he let Gollum you know guide him all the way to you know his final objective um you know he sent you know the wizards were also you know sent to be the mentor for all men on on Middle Earth and uh you know, I think I think Gandalf had a much larger impact on his universe and the people he came in contact with than Mr. Miyagi really did. Um, so I'm going to vote for Gandalf. Another vote for Gandalf. Maria. This, for me, is, is the most difficult one so far. Um, just because I think that they represent two completely different things, like Ben said. One is more about the individual and the other one is about, you know, the group, the but I think that, and my theme has been so far about, about, you know, mentoring a person into being someone better, being the best that they can be. I think that while Gandalf is essential to his world and he, his, he mentors many characters in different ways and and moves the story. We can argue, of course, that the ring is the one who's truly moving the story along, but he, he kind of steers into a positive way. He was sure that good wins at the end. And, and, and I think that that's a crucial um, thing that a mentor must do to um, try to, for things to go a certain way and, and move characters so that that can happen. And it's, it's very difficult. And someone can argue that it's, it's, way more difficult to do that and 
to a group of people that to one individual. But um, which one has been more influential to me? Which one have I loved and am really taking more into my own life? It's definitely Mr. Miyagi. And my argument is that Mr. Miyagi represents something that we can all relate to, which is a person who is there for you when you need it, a person that teaches you, that gives their time, their knowledge, their wisdom, their love to you um, com completely freely with no agenda other than make you better, that help you out, to make you achieve and conquer your your fears and, and just a better person and I can't help to think that I wish we all had a Mr. Miyagi. I hope we all had that person that teaches us that and uh, and while Gondok is great um, and important and if you just you know see it as society versus the one Society is nothing else than many ones, and we all need that person to guide us. So I'm going to go with Mr. Miyagi. Uh, vote for Mr. Miyagi. It is all tied up, and it comes down to me, the person who's voted against Gandalf in every single round. And this round won't be different because... Mentor, uh, when it comes down to mentors, there's got to be something personal in it for you. Uh, I, I have to learn something from them. I don't really learn anything from Gandalf. And granted, I only read the first hundred pages of uh, Lord of the Rings, and they hadn't made it out of the Shire yet. And I said, fuck this book. Uh, and then in the movies, I don't really learn anything from Gandalf. But I, I do learn stuff from Miyagi. You know, just because it seems like a stupid task doesn't mean it isn't important. Like, wax on, wax off. That shit, that shit still boggles my mind. He was just waxing cars. No, that motherfucker was learning karate. Like, you know, it's not always what it seems. Trust the people that are teaching you to know what's best. And now it doesn't always work out that way. But uh, Mr. Miyagi, that, 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 that story, that frame, I, I love the shit out of it. And I'm going to vote for Mr. Miyagi. And Mr. Miyagi is in the final four. We've got Morpheus versus Giles and Yoda versus Mr. Miyagi. That would be an awesome fight. Um, Mike, this fight is yours, and it is Morpheus versus Giles. This is really, really tough. Um, and I, uh, you know, uh, my logic says vote for Morpheus. Uh, he is much more of the classic kind of archetypal um, mentor. Uh, but I think that's because he is in a shorter story. So he has less time uh, total to kind of pad out. Uh, you know, ultimately there's three hours, not three, there's what, maybe eight hours of of matrix total so to fill the role of the mentor for eight hours is a lot easier to do um giles i think you know jill kind of made a good point when she was talking about um you know giles put it you know i mean buffy 
was just a was a kid. She was a cheerleader that was obsessed with fashion. Um, and he helped mold her into being a hero. Um, and along the way, he took a nebbishy, squirmy, mousy girl uh, and helped mold her into uh, a hero and a villain and an immensely powerful witch. Um, even Xander, who was us, who was the, the, the nerdy geek pining after the hot chick, um, he, he turns him into a hero. Hell, he has an eye patch by the end. And, you know, we all know that that's badass. Uh, and, and he has to do this over a longer period of time. So it has to be done in, in subtler ways. He has to, they have to pull him out of the story for a while because, uh, his story can't really, his story can't conclude until Buffy is ready to move on, which doesn't happen until, you know, really in the fifth season or so when Buffy really kind of becomes that character. So, so they have to take him off, take him out of the equation for a little while, bring him back in. There's a couple of years. They don't really know what to do with them because they, they have a large story to tell and they can't let Buffy move on too quickly. So I, I think I'm going to go with, with, uh, with Giles. He, he had a, a harder time of it, I think. Um, and, and even though I, I overall, I would actually, I'll actually go on record and say that I, as on the whole, even with the second and third one, uh, the the Matrix movie. I like the Matrix movies more than I like uh, Buffy overall. I know that's kind of blasphemous to some, but uh, even I will admit that the the story kind of stumbles in the second and third one. And I think I think they really do. I mean, once once more, Morpheus could have died at the end of the Matrix, and really it wouldn't have made that big an impact on the movies. Um, so yeah, I'll give it to Giles. Uh, vote for Giles, Ben. Yeah, I, I too love The Matrix. Um, and while, you know, whatever needs to be said about the second and third movie needs to be said, there was the first movie that uh, where Morpheus went and found Neo, uh, you know, and he made statements that blew people's minds like, you really think that's air you're breathing? I mean, but the truth is that Morpheus is not the mentor in those movies. It's It's the Oracle who is doing the mentoring. She's the one who gives Neo the tools he needs to do what he does. And um, Morpheus really does just become another piece of the puzzle instead of, you know, the architect of that puzzle. And, and ah, man, even though I, I don't want to vote for Giles, I have to. You all have convinced me that he is worthy. So, Giles. A vote for Giles. Maria. I really wanted um, Henry Spencer to move on and... Uh, he didn't because of Morpheus. So in a way, I feel like I should vote for Morpheus because, you know, then it was worthy. Um, at the same time, I love the Matrix. And uh, I'm, I know this, you know, some people are going to hate me for this, but I'm not a big Buffy fan. I really don't care much for it. Um, I tried. I really tried. I tried to watch the series and to fall in love with it, but it just never happened. Um, when I saw The Matrix, I clearly saw Morpheus as a mentor. And what's interesting about him is it's a different kind of mentor. It's a mentor that it's moved by something, something that's even bigger than him. It's, you know, faith. He had faith in, 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 in that Neo was the one. He had faith that things could be achieved and that faith moved him to be 
a mentor. It's almost like he had no option because his his faith was everything. Um, and I, I like that idea of, you know, like anyone can become a mentor by really embracing their beliefs and just trying to, to do everything to make things happen and, and, and believe no matter what, no matter the odds. So I, I like that. That resonates well with me. Um, and I, I'm just going to go over it. Morpheus. Uh, vote for Morpheus. Um, I could tie it up and say Morpheus and all that stuff, but I'm going to go physical fight right now. And, um, I'm going to go, uh, pre, uh, Released from the Matrix, Morpheus uh, versus Giles, physical fight, and uh, Giles wins that because Morpheus would just be laying in a bed or whatever the thing is, surrounded by amniotic fluid. Uh, it would be rather easy for Giles to win that fight physically. And if it was in the real world, you know, and if Morpheus was awake and alive in the real world, Giles does no magic, so Giles still wins that fight. So I'm gonna go Giles and Jill. Giles is a badass. He'd totally win that fight no matter what. Un- underneath that stiff up, stiff up, you know, upper lip Brit, Brit is uh, that, that tough rebel that we saw in a couple episodes that was completely awesome. So, of course, I'm voting for Giles. You're so happy, Giles. I am so final. happy. He's Yay. so not going to win. I, we'll see. No, come on. I know. <laughs> Don't crush my dreams yet, Damon. Giles is into the finals. It is Yoda versus Mr. Miyagi. Uh, ben, which one is making it into the finals for you? I think it's so interesting, uh, this fight right here. Um, they Both these guys take a young man and turn it, turn him into something greater than he could have been all on his own. Um, they both have very inspirational things they say, very phil- deep philosophical things they say, even though they are just one-off one-liners um but a lot this most of this time i've been kind of thinking about not not just what impact they've had on their own progeny but what what impact they've had on me and truthfully uh outside of humor yoda really didn't have that much of an effect on me it's funny because i actually used to confuse these two with their quotes when i was younger but um Mr. Miyagi did have a, a significant impact upon me when I was younger. And, you know, not so much that I could see myself as Daniel's son, but I did always wish that I had somebody there to kind of guide me along those lines when it came to dealing with people, uh, you know, that would try to bully you and, uh, you know, take from you and things of that nature. So I, I'm going to have to vote Mr. Miyagi. Uh, vote for Miyagi. Maria. In a way, these two characters are the same character. Um, they, you know, one-liners, um, the way, what they preach, with the way they mentor is, is very similar, and they're both kick-ass, and they've both been along, you know, around for a long time and all that. Um, but like I said, when I first heard that we were doing Best Mentor, the very first name that came into my mind was Mr. Miyagi. And... Uh, and why was I disappointed that you had picked it? Because Mr. Miyagi means something to me. And I didn't realize that into that moment. It was not something that I necessarily think about or like, oh, my God, Mr. Miyagi has been so influential. It's just that 
at that very moment, I realized, why do I feel so disappointed that Damon already picked him? And it's because he, I felt a connection, a true connection. He had, you know, had an impact in my life. And, and if, if only I realized then, but it was just, it was real. It was true. And because of that, because I realized now that this character that I saw in a movie when I was just a kid has really influenced me and that I learned so much from it and that I have an emotional connection to this character, I simply cannot vote against him. So it's not a vote against Yoda in any way. It's just a vote for Mr. Miyagi. A uh, vote for Miyagi. Yeah, it's it's really, 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 really hard. I want to vote for Miyagi, kind of. But Mr. Miyagi, Mr. Mr. Miyagi had one good movie because the second movie, his character gets kind of watered down. And then the third movie, his character is horrible. Um, Yoda, through all six movies, there's actually nothing wrong with Yoda with the exception of bad puppetry in uh, episode one. And they uh, fixed that. And they fix that. Like uh, there, there's literally Yoda. Yoda says everything right. I, you know, I'm reading Yoda quotes. Let, let me let's see. Uh, Death is a natural part of life. Rejoice for those who transform into the Force. Mourn them, do not miss them, do not. Attachment leads to jealousy, the shadow of greed. That is like there, there, there's so much wisdom in this stupid backward speak that Yoda uh, talks that. Uh, I, I can't remember anything that, yeah, that Mr. Miyagi said other than wax on, wax off. I, I know how important of a mentor he was to me as a young, young child, but I don't remember the stuff he said. Yoda sticks with me just a little bit more, so I'm going to vote for Yoda. Jill? You guys have all made good arguments for, for both sides, but ultimately I resonate more with Yoda as well. I, I mean, he's uh, uh, for the same reason as of the two, he's the one I can quote. All right. It is all tied up. It comes down to you, Mr. Ortiz, which one takes the win? Uh, you know, when I saw the karate kid, um, I was in a Taekwondo class. I went and saw the karate kid with uh with my class um i had a teacher very much like mr miyagi i actually could have put him on this list as a mentor as well because he was uh he was a very uh very wise uh deeply spiritual uh humble man uh, all the things that that miyagi was and in that movie really did resonate with me but it didn't resonate with me the way that uh, star wars did when I think, I mean, Miyagi in many ways is like Yoda. When we see them both for the first time, we wouldn't think that they're these great warriors. Um, but the things that Yoda said resonate so much more. Like both of you said, I remember wax on, wax off, and I understand that that means these menial tasks can be something important. I remember um, no need belt to hold up pants because that you know means that the rank is kind of meaningless. Uh, but the things that Yoda has said are just so much more. One of the first things that we hear from him before Luke even realizes who he is, Luke says he's looking for a great warrior. And Yoda says, uh, great warrior, huh? Wars not make one great. I mean, gems of true wisdom just come pouring out of his mouth all the time. Uh, I think he is a prototype for Miyagi. I think that that Yoda kind of 
all these other mentors are these kind of wise uh, men with some sort of, you know, kind of a, a commanding physical presence. Um, they're, they're kind of, you know, larger than life and you get Yoda, you get the opposite of that. I mean, that's where we really get the, the Miyagi's and, and, and later characters of someone who you would never look at in a million years and think you had anything to learn from. Uh, and it turns out you have everything to learn from that character. Uh, Yoda, like I said, he is my favorite character in star Wars. Um, and it is because he is the, the spiritual heart of that entire saga. So Yoda. And Yoda is into the finals. We've got Giles versus Yoda. Maria, that is yours. This is a very, very easy decision for me. Um, just because I'm emotionally attached to one and not the other. And uh, I truly believe that one fits the mentor role better. So, um, Yoda. Uh, vote for Yoda. Um, sorry, Jill. <laughs> I like Giles a lot, but he, he's no Yoda. He, he really isn't. I, I got to go Yoda. Jill? I, I understand the love for Yoda, and he deserves all the credit. But, of course, I'm going to vote for Giles. Giles is one of those characters that um, is just completely well-rounded. Yoda is a very if – you, if, you, if you take a look at his character, yes, he imparts all this wisdom and, and all this knowledge, but he's kind of one-dimensional. That's all we see of him. With Giles, he's a, rel- he's a well-rounded character. He understands the light and the dark in all of the Scoobies and, you know, in Buffy. He, because he has been there himself. He has had, you know, he was, he was trained as a youth to be, as a wa- to be a watcher. He rebelled against it and went and joined, essentially joined a cult raising, you know, dark demons kind of thing. We learned this in, in the Buffy episodes. He's got a dark in rebellious past, he overcame that, came back to the Watcher side. And these experiences help shape him to the point where he can relate better to all aspects of the Scoobies. And in addition to that, he comes in as a he comes in as a watcher. His role is to assist the Slayer however he can. But he comes into this role knowing that the Slayer will die. Because that's what happens. The Slayers don't live very long. They live, they gain their power, they live for a couple years, and they get killed, you know, fulfilling their job. He comes in knowing this, and he comes in and gives it his all, and he, you know, does the best he can. He becomes a father figure, not just for Buffy, but for the entire Scooby gang, and until, you know, they, they really wouldn't become the people they were without him. So, because of all those reasons, I have to give it to Giles. A uh, vote for Giles, Mike. Uh, I'm going to stick with Yoda. Um, everything Jill said about Giles is correct. It is true. Uh, he is a great mentor in a in a great story. Um, he may be a, in many ways a better mentor to Buffy and the Scoobies than Yoda is to Luke. Um, but I think here it's kind of the opposite of the matrix. It's because Yoda doesn't really get a lot of time, as I had mentioned before. Um, but what little time he has, he's, he's completely commanding in all of it. And, you know, we had mentioned all of these one liners and sound bits, but, uh, here's one thing, one that I remember, um, judge me by my size. Do you as well? You should not for my allies, the force, and a powerful ally it is. 
Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force between you and me, the land, <coughs> the ship, something like that. No, between you and me, the tree, and between the land and the ship. I did that without reading it off Wikipedia like I usually do. That's how much it has meant to me. I don't remember anything Giles said to that extreme. It's Yoda. A vote for Yoda and Ben. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm just going to make it really easy and uh, vote for Yoda. He's, he, he's the underdog. He's a little man who proves himself every time and time again. And uh, while I may not make him the best mentor, that definitely makes him one of my favorite characters. So Yoda. And Yoda takes to the win in an episode where almost everybody is in tears at the end. <laughs> I thought this again right now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I hate you so much, Mike. Oh, and also, I've been pulling for Yoda because I really want to play the Weird Al Yankovic song, Yoda, is the outro music. Okay. <laughs> you still have the Yoda Furby, right? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. I just want to make sure he's still there. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Maria? No, I mean, I already mentioned it, but um, search for Amin Amon and look for his new book, Irresistible. Uh, Jill? Oh, it's going to be at the New York Come. I mean, it's going to be there doing a signing and for that book and some other stuff. And I'm going to be there buying cute, girly things. Oh, at New York Comic Con yes. in October. In October. Uh, Jill? I just want to plug my own writing because I'm I'm starting to get it out there now. So you can you can visit my my blog. It's J V A L U E T dot blogspot dot com um, to check out where I've got things posted and what's upcoming and things like that. So that's it for me. Rock and roll, Ben. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, nothing personal, but I did want to give a shout out to the Delta Quadrant podcast. Um, they are reviewing all the star trek voyager episodes in order and if you like star trek and you don't like voyager they will convince you otherwise so shout out to them go listen to go listen to their podcast rock and roll uh check out our friends dvd geeks subspace communique and their well dvd geeks comma subspace communique and their awesome podcast life after trek bye bye robot and the rock for files files also give a listen to the soulless minions of orthodoxy who also are part of uh, the the delta quadrant podcast uh commentary track stars and mission log a roddenberry podcast uh john champion dvd geeks is also doing that one that's pretty awesome special thanks goes to karen for being our web presence check out what she's doing on the geek fights tumblr uh, Chris Mitchell created a wikia, and Christy woke helped flesh it out. You can play, <laughs> you can play too. Uh, just put anything you want on there about us. Uh, like I like to eat, I don't know shark. Uh, it doesn't matter. And who could forget Mr. Jared Formby and his amazing intros? You can check out what he writes at www.heystartrek.net. Oh, I thought it was dot net. Is it dot com? dot com? www.heystartrek.com. Uh, Mike? You can find me on the Weekend Geek Video Show on YouTube, where we preview the new comics every week. You can check us out at geekfights.net, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, our past episodes, and links to our wiki, our Facebook page, and our Tumblr. Uh, that is 
Oh, wait, wait. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Just look for Geek Fights or follow the links on our website. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks. So, I'm sorry, I had to do it. You sound like the monarch talking into the end of a cup. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's just fun. Uh, next week's episode, like I said at the beginning of the show, is best six-string Star Trek character. As Mr. Formby said, that's what we have to call it. So that's what we're calling it. Uh, and there is a 95% chance that we're going to have the special guest on that one. It'll be awesome. Uh, and after that will be actually best fictional athlete we are actually doing best fictional athlete it's not going to be another star wars versus star trek any and all ideas are welcome thanks again for listening until next time keep fighting the geek fight good night (laughs) penis (laughs) say that like bane penis I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah Where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda S-O-D-A soda I saw the little wren sitting there on a log I asked him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda Y-O-D-A Yoda
Can you hear me all right, Mike? I can oh, hear that's, you. Let me know that, because I can hear you all right. I can hear Maria, and I can hear Jill. I can hear Ben. Say hello to Mike, Ben. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, not too bad today. This is his first podcast. We're breaking his podcast, Jerry. Mm. Welcome to Geek Fights. We will be gentle. <laughs> no, we won't. Maybe. Depends on what you say. <laughs> well, it depends on your definition of gentle, as you know on the show. It's yeah. defined by the panel, so we'll find out whether or not you get lube by the end. <laughs> I'm kind of looking forward to it. Lube? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, I always so- look forward to lube. I don't. It's too messy. Yeah. No, no, nobody, nobody's going to like, I, I just uh, sat it out there as something that was creepy and you could have said something horrible right there to it, but no. no. We're just used to you saying those kinds of things. Yeah. Well, the first thing I say to Ben when he answers is penis. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I was, I was kind of expecting that. I was like, oh, well, I'm assuming that he's listened to the show. So <laughs> yeah, I know it was kind of disappointing. That's not going to be a surprise. That's what I said to him. It's disappointing to me, though, that I can no longer call complete strangers and say penis and not get a, why did you just say penis to me? They go, oh, hey, how you doing? Like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, that Damon. Right. Uh, I need to say start, start saying some horrible shit. So I get one of those, oh, Damon. And like, no, I'm totally serious. You know, the, the Hitler had it right. Like something horrible like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Well, I, know. I just found our out-of-context blooper. <laughs> <laughs> you have to put that whole part in, though. <laughs> nope, just Hitler had it right. <laughs> How, Hitler had it right, and I just found, well, I just found our out-of-context blooper. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> okay, no, Hitler had it right. Now we'll see. There's plenty of time we'll for us to come up with something even worse. Break time if you need to go to the bathroom. Yay, right. I'll be back. I always need to go to the bathroom. Okay. Yep, yep. yep. Looks like everybody's going to leave me by myself. Yeah. All by myself. <laughs> Don't want to be all by myself anymore. I haven't left yet. Oh, really? 